don't believe it. You don't believe it. Well, guess what? <laughs> believe it. Hey. It's us. <laughs> it's your boy, Chris, aka SSG Blackrod, aka Mr. Muckluck, aka the great one, aka the man of AKAs, many AKAs. So many AKAs that I keep using the same three because uh those are my favorite ones. Those are my best ones. But if we should do a contest, if y'all want me to, if y'all have more AKAs for me, just drop them in the chat. Do you know any AKAs, comments. Chris? I actually do. Shout out to the yo, shout out to the AKAs. There you go. Oh man, yes. What's good, everybody? <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Yo, what's good? We got we got James to the green. Yo, we have Rod. Guys, what's good? What's going on? What's going uh, on, guys? You know, that was this episode uh, 80? Yes. We we, we made it to 80? 80? Mm-hmm. Well, y'all made it to 80. I just kind of jumped on. But still. Nah, you're here? with us. You're with us. You're <laughs> along for the ride. You're with us, man. Yeah. You're with us. That's what's up, man. Feels good to be here. How are you guys doing? Yeah. You know what's crazy? So I'm... There's a lot of things going on. I have like, you know, working on uh, like different projects where, you know, shout out to you know, the That's Unfortunate crew. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to uh, Muck Luck Productions. Y'all already know what it is. But uh, I'm also like, it's like another job that I have that I've also started back up. So when I say your boy is busy, I'm busy, but I'm in a good place mentally. Oh, that's the best place to be, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. Busy doing what you love. Mm-hmm. That's that's good, man. Don't waste them. Uh, don't waste those moments. No. What about you guys? Oh man, it, it has been. It's been like you, a very busy week, but it's very eventful. Like it's been a short week technically, like in the business world, you know, because we had Labor Day um, off, and but you know, so the world, at least every the corporate world, seems like it kind of stops. You would think that not a lot of news is going to come out, but boy do we have some bombs to drop today this is an episode i've been looking forward to pretty much for all week all two days of the week uh so yeah i'm i'm, I'm really looking forward to this episode guys like it's, it's gonna be pretty fun yeah we've got a lot of stuff to cover today why we do dropped we do but i like if you guys can't you know if you if you didn't notice already you know if you're if you're watching on twitch if you're watching elsewhere we're rocking the PlayStation here. We have to shout that out, of course. 25th anniversary. What? PlayStation 1. Mm -hmm. 25 years. You know what's crazy? I I see the number 25, but for some reason, I felt like it's been longer. So when I made the promo for this, I was like, wait a minute. Like, is this right? 25 years? I could have sworn it was like, like 30 or something like that. But no, nah, 25 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Good, good 25 years. Been a consistent companion, the PlayStation brand. Mm -hmm. Need them, so yeah. Shout out to them. Why do work to make these consoles work? Not everybody's able. Yeah. Right, right. So while we're while we're on the subject of uh, PlayStation One, you know, let's a shout out. Like, what's when you think PlayStation One? What do you think of? Like, what's your like go to game? Spyro Three: Year of the Dragon. Okay. Followed very closely by The Legend of Dragoon. Which I will argue is better than Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, about you, that's pretty good. Um, I 
don't have a lot of like hard nostalgia for PS One. Um, I do love the PlayStation One. It's it's a great system, but I got into it very very late. I ended up playing a lot of games at the time um, through other people who had the system. Uh, so. I was only like until later in life when I got into some of them. But the few games, the, the games that I did get to play, though, um, nostalgia wise were, you know, I think about uh, Crash Warped uh, and I think about uh, which which was a game I loved back in the day. I thought I thought it was so great. I can't necessarily remember why. I think maybe it was partially the time travel aspect. I thought that was like was pretty neat. Um, but also the very first time I played through um, Metal Gear Solid one, that was also like a very like i had a particular friend who owned the game was like crazy about metal gear solid and, and was like dude you need to play this you need to, to sit down and play this thing um mm-hmm. and i absolutely did that and and was was blown away um at at what it was able to achieve just in terms of of being so cinematic and like that was really that ushered in a lot of that type of storytelling in games so so definitely those are a couple of the games that i associate with with playstation one for sure i definitely miss the fact that i didn't get to experience that like when it was fresh Mm -hmm. like i feel like that that sense of wonders will be lost on me by now Mm. and then i kind of know about like the little fun things that happen, like the uh, the Mantis fight and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, but huge respect for MGS, most definitely. Definitely, definitely. So I, I share a couple with y'all. So definitely Metal Gear Solid. Shout out to that. Like that, that was a game like before its time, but still like still rocked it. Still did really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kojima did what he could with the hardware that he could and uh, made a classic. Um, of course, I got to shout out the SmackDown games because, of course, uh, those games were, I mean, compared to now, like those games were, it, it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like those, they were classics. You really can't touch them. Like, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like a simulation game. It didn't turn into like the, the yearly, uh, like, you know, 2K crap that we get now. So uh, I have like a lot of fond memories of like creating a character. And like going through like the season mode, but then of course not having a, a a memory card, so I'd have to do all of that all over again every time I wanted to play. So um, definitely SmackDown, and then uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yes, yes, mm. easy, absolutely easy classic. Yeah, I mean when you think about it, uh, well, we'll talk about this later too. But Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two on PlayStation, uh, you know, one of the it's the third highest rated game ever on. Metacritic, uh, which you know, that's, you know that's that's crazy, right? Like that's that's a insane metric to think about. But yeah. Oh, and then shout out to Fighting Force. That was another really good game that not a lot of people played, but like it was. Uh, I don't know. It was like my my go to for like if I wanted to scratch like that beat 'em up itch. Uh, it, like it. I, I want to say like it, it was really close to uh, like I had like heavy inspiration from uh, Streets of Rage. It was like a 3D Streets of Rage. Right. That does sound like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I recognize so, this box art. Yeah, I never did play that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, shout out to PlayStation, but then also Rod, you know, in our pre-show, you brought up that it's also uh, Dreamcast. Uh, it's the twenty twenty first, twenty first, twenty first. Yeah. 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 September 9th, nineteen ninety nine is when it came out uh, here in the states. Yeah. All right. Let's pour one out for uh <laughs> for the Dreamcast. 
that was something else way before its time absolutely yeah sega was definitely ahead of its time in so many ways they were and in some ways i i really think they it was it's unfortunate that they never got to really like play out that vision for as long as they 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 could have um some people see the original xbox as being kind of like a dreamcast 2 in some ways which i agree with um but you know i wish that we would have gotten an actual like dreamcast 2 that would have been amazing Um, unfortunately they didn't sell well uh, but I'm happy that Sega is still around, uh, able to at least publish a lot of these titles that we love today. It it makes me upset that um, we always get like these teasers from Sega, and Sega's like, "Yeah, we got something to announce," and we get really excited. We're like, "Wait, are they about to do it? Are they jumping back into uh, console making?" But no, nah, it's normally like some sort of like, uh, su- uh, was it uh, was it Super Monkey Ball for like iOS? Yeah, or it's like a that. mobile mm-hmm. game, or it's Pachinko. Choo Choo Rocket, yeah, Apple Arcade. Choo Choo Rocket on Apple Arcade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is Dreamcast Two? In our dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but so, all right. So, and you asked this. Are you um, in the pre-show? Like, what yeah. would get you to buy a Dreamcast Two day one? Like I said, man, Sonic Adventure Three. I I want. I want the same like open world scope with much better controls. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Roddy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Jet Set Radio Future uh, or some sort of sequel to that franchise would be would be a day one purchase. I don't care how expensive it is. I'll get on the payment plan. I don't care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anything. It could literally <laughs> be anything and I would buy it. Uh, I just need a sequel to that game um, immediately. For for me, mm-hmm. like you know, once you know, Sonic Adventure, of course, like that's that's a day one. But uh, Power Stone, like, yeah. why haven't we gotten another Power Stone game? Makes no sense, especially yeah. when the age of Smash. I, I drop, I drop money, I drop money for that. And not even a collection. I think they did come out with some sort of remake or not remake, but um, remaster or something. Last gen, I want to say, or something I feel like, like that. Wasn't like the Vita. It might have been on Vita. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was definitely something strange. But but I was surprised that they just didn't they haven't really done that a lot. Like they've they have not re-released that game very much. Um and it's a shame because it's it's pretty solid. Um I really like two a lot. It had like the four player action um in there and it's very hectic, a very much a, a party game in the sense of, you know, it's it's definitely an action party game that you wouldn't just say, Oh, it's Smash Brothers except dot 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 like which is so many other games like that right now um so yeah yeah very unique also echo the dolphin i need <clears throat> i need echo <laughs> is that is that your is that your day one purchase it's like day three yeah oh, okay it's not day that's, one that's like day three. that's like that's like week two week three like i've already played everything that i got already so right I'm I'm platinum like, or whatever platinum i'm on be. the i'm on the store at like 2 a.m in the morning when I need to need to be asleep, I'm like, yo, I need more. I need I need to play something else. Right. So making impulsive decisions at two or three a.m. in the morning. Yeah, impulsive decisions like buying Seaman. Did you guys ever play that? I'm. I've never I've never played that. Mm-mm. It's really weird. It's like you're playing this fish, but with like a an actual face on it, like it's a man, but on a on a fish. It's really strange. But uh, wasn't that like was that a Dreamcast game? To, yeah, it was. it was a Dreamcast game. 
Was that their equivalent to Hey You Pikachu? Like, did you need a microphone to play that game? <laughs> I, I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's Jesus, Sega. Like, <laughs> yeah, when what? Sega was on, they were on. They were very much about this life. What is this? <laughs> yeah, it, it's bad. Let me, Chris, do you have a video of this? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to pull up a video right now. The people need to see this. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is borderline nightmare fuel. Uh, it it is. It really is. It's yeah. Chris said it perfectly. It's hey you Pikachu, but with fish and a man. <laughs> like you know that uh, what's that? Is it Sean Everman or something like that? The bald guy who like has a straight face and just plays piano really funny. No, but he has. But look at it. He has legs too. Wait, what? That's so weird. Green. Oh, he's like a frog. Yeah, he's like a fish frog. And this is why the Dreamcast didn't sell. <laughs> but he like talked to you too, didn't he? I think so. It's weird. It's really strange. But like in a, in a in a funny way. Like it's I admire that for its its audacity to exist. <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is weird, like angler fish frog, man. What is going on? But then, but then at the same time, it's like. How do you explain this when someone walks into your room? Or like if you're in the living room playing this, like what do you what do you say? What do you say to defend yourself for playing? You it's just, a YouTube video. Yeah. You just look at them directly in their eyes. Do not break eye contact. <laughs> oh man. I have so many questions. And that's exactly what we need. Dreamcast 2, day one, people will buy it. Yep. See man. You make it you make it the people will come. Yep. Exactly. Oh, there's more than one C man. Jeez. Okay. Weird. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so what else? Our oh, we're going on to the next thing. Uh, I mean, unless you guys had a a Dreamcast uh, wish list shout out, I don't know. Yeah, that's Sea Man thing. So did me. Yeah, we we could go for a while. We can move on. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump into our what you've been playing this week. And guess what, y'all? Guess what? I'm starting it off this week. Wow. Someone asked me. Someone asked me. What's going on? Oh, right. Um, Chris, what you been playing? Oh, boy. What have I been playing? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But uh, Monster Hunter World. Hmm. Jump back into that. And uh, Monster Hunter World is an old game. Like, I'm, and I'm not even playing, like, the Iceborne stuff yet. Like, I'm not. I'm playing with a friend. Okay. That uh, like I think she just finished it, and then another friend had hit me up and was like, "Hey, yo, like I have the game, but never played it, or like didn't get too far." So I'm 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 slowly but surely getting like a a crew back together in this game because mm-hmm. I you know jumping in I had like no idea what I was doing, like mm-hmm. things slowly like and it's not even like the game changed too much because they did add a couple things like a grappling hook that may, lets you like automatically uh, mount the monster. Um, but like I think my my problem is that I was like in the I was in the end game like I was doing like the super hard hunts and like you have to have builds you have to like it was so much going on that me jumping in after not playing for almost like a year and a half two years because this game's that old this game's older than that I think it's like three years old um I haven't played yeah, that's like two yeah, it's like two years old yeah like I haven't played this in a minute and um like I definitely. St- stopped well before iceborne came out so 
uh, you know, me jumping in and like just I, I had full faith that whatever I was wearing was decent enough. So we went on some hunts and uh, things went well. I mean, as Monster Hunter, like the uh, Monster Hunter world did so well with the quality of life changes from like, you know, the previous games that um, for a lot of people, I know for one, this was like their entry point into the franchise. So for some people going backwards and playing like the, I know there was a Monster Hunter generation or ultimate generation mm-hmm. on a switch, which was like sort of designed like the old game, which I mean, not even designed. It was, it was a, a port, re-release right? of one of the, yeah, it was a port. So, uh, going through like all of the quality of life changes that world did is like no way I would go back. No way I'm moving back. So, um, I was, I, I'm, I'm happy to play this. I'm happy to, you know, have like the open, like, sandbox area uh no load screens when you're in this area it's just you your friends hunting down whatever monster you're hunting down and it's uh i mean it's still fun it's still it's still hard there's still you know uh like elder dragons that can like one shot you if you're not careful mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. there's there's still like uh sometimes like different monsters showing up and like fighting each other there's like there's a lot going on in the game and uh it's like if you haven't played it before like it's uh it's definitely like it's different. It's different from other games. Um, so, like the scale of yeah. some of the monsters, sort of like, like really gets you like into the game because like these these a lot of these monsters are huge. Some of them are like you know some of them are smaller. Some of them are huge. Some fly. Some uh, like dig underground. So uh, I think at this point with the new expansion pack, there's like sixty ish monsters. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, and they're adding a new one like somewhat soon, aren't they? I have I have no idea. Like I have not followed this game for years. So okay. At at some point, I'm gonna like get back into it and start like, you know, watching video guides because I I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I legit just jumped in, and like smacked monsters around with my uh, hunting horn. I guess <laughs> between that and like my heavy bow gun, I think I use like a great sword, but. I just I stuck with uh, what I knew, which was you know playing music, getting people hype, doing, doing buffs, <laughs> uh, and just uh, just being annoying to the monster. That's, that's that's all I know. All that came back naturally. Yeah, you you've actually jumped into it in a way that I I probably would have. So you your opinion on this is is um, like I'm just very curious about you know that experience of like not having touched it for X amount of months or years and then having to jump back into this game that, you know, is not something that you typically can do very easily. Like this is monster hunter is not an easy game. Um, like by default, I think monster hunter world is like the easiest entry, or I should say most accessible entry out of all of them. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I mean, with Iceborne, it's like, yeah, like you said, you know, they've added 60 monsters or so. And there's a lot there's a lot more game here. Um, so, yeah, that that onboarding, I guess, or re onboarding onto Monster Hunter sounds like it wasn't too bad so far. It wasn't like we and then, of course, like uh, my friend, she was like endgame. So, like, of course, we're not. <laughs> We're not going in fighting like the regular monsters. Of course, we're fighting El- elder dragons the first time me jumping back in. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was it was hard, but at the same time, like I had enough skill in the game where like 
I just had muscle memory with like certain things. Mm-hmm. It's just like the little details. That's the stuff that I'm like, all right, I have no idea what, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Or um, I know she was like, oh, I'm saving up for like a certain great sword. Is it worth it? And I was like, I have no idea. I'm just bashing things in the face with a giant horn. Like that's uh, I, I couldn't tell you anything right now about like builds. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. besides, like, of course, like some of the stuff that I had already. But even then, they've added a um, they've added more to like the customization. They've added uh, like I think they've expanded on like the gem system. They've added some sort of like uh, transmog, I think, mm-hmm. where you can have like a uh, you can pretty much have like a set uh, armor set. But like like the outside, like the aesthetic of it is like different. So like whatever you change, like you you could change like the actual gear, but then like your actual character will stay, still look the same. So I like that. I do hate like finding something I really like wearing, something that was cool from a hunter, and then it's just not viable for the monster I'm fighting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so just to fix so, I mean, that, that's cool. Good on them. Yeah, so but like so far I haven't like i think i have like one of those outfits like unlockable i just have to sort of get like the uh get like the like the items for it so i mean a lot of this game is just is hunting down monsters finding out what you want to sort of build and like getting the parts for it so um that's something that i preferred over stuff like destiny where a lot of that stuff was like all right you have you have a chance to get this helmet that you need and spending months trying to get that helmet and never getting that helmet. No, in this game, if you want a helmet, you have to fight a certain monster, uh, get certain parts, and then craft it yourself. Hmm. So, uh, when it comes, yeah, when it comes down to stuff like that, like I, I'd rather do that. Like have leaving everything, leaving everything up to chance. Like I don't have, especially now, I don't have the the time to really leave things like that up to chance. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Like shout if you out, get out, time game design. You want to know you're like making progress. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's also something why is like that's one of the reasons why it's been hard for me to jump back into Destiny 2. Um, like I think they just ended their like uh their solstice event, which is like their event that's like, hey, like do all these events and you know, you could max out your stuff pretty easily. You could like it's like their end of the year event. And I wanted to jump into it, but once again, it came down to, like, time, and then I just don't want to grind for stuff. Hmm. I think that's the hardest that's the hardest thing to balance in games like this. It's like, how do you establish a grind that makes you want to come back and continue to grind, but yeah. at the same time, not giving you too much of everything? Right, like, that's, that's the games as a service, like, you know, biting you biting you in the back right is that like that's the yeah. hamster wheel that they want you to continually be on um and as soon as you you know you realize it you understand you hit that mark where you're like all right yeah i gotta go in for the week and do this daily and then do this weekly and then maybe do the raid once and all this other stuff then um you know it can get, it can definitely get repetitive and it's it's hard like i don't think anybody and i'm sure we'll get into this in, in a moment but like I, I don't think anybody has like really perfected that that model yet i think people are still figuring it out we're, we're watching De- uh, bungie in real time adjust their strategy with destiny um in fact oh yeah yeah destiny destiny 2 has made like a huge like 180 yeah uh you know at one at one point you know uh especially like recently thinking about it like destiny 2 released like a i think on the 6th of september mm-hmm. a couple years ago mm-hmm. 
So like you know they're they're like I said they were going through their whole like anniversary thing, and yeah. when Destiny Two released, they're still saying that this game isn't a uh, it's not an MMO. So for them to like publicly say yeah this is an MMO now, uh, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, and the, the content is never going to it's it's impossible to keep up with the demands of of the consumer like it's it, they the consumer is going to want new content on a weekly basis that just that can't happen it just in the reality of, of it is that it, it just it's impossible so they have to come up with some way to placate that audience um and i think i will say that they may be the closest to maybe finding somewhat of a balance and i say that just because they've been in the game the longest trying to do it and everybody else seems like they're you know attempting to replicate that i do think division did a really they like division two specifically did a really good job of of that um especially at launch i think they had a pretty smooth launch um but but now you still run into that issue though of like all right well i don't feel like being on the hamster wheel anymore so i'm just gonna hop off but if if you have that discipline to be able to say like okay i'm gonna get my 20 hours out of this 30 whatever and then like hop out now i might pop back in if they do like an expansion and it's pretty easy to do that then that's cool you know um on the flip side of that you see a lot of people also get really confused at destiny and like before they got rid of everything say like okay where are the missions like where's the original destiny missions the red war stuff i want to play that and they don't know where to go um in onboarding it's, that is it's gonna be it's gonna be weird because you know they they're getting rid of a lot of that stuff yeah uh when the new expansion comes out so uh i want to see what what does destiny 2 look like at that point yeah because exactly. i think because honestly i think that's gonna be my me jumping back into the game um because I like, I'm not sure if they really started vaulting the stuff. Like, I want to jump back on to knock out the raids. Yeah. Because they're they're getting rid of Leviathan, so like that's where all the the raids are located. Right. Like the raids and like the mini raids. So. Right. Uh, mm, yeah. I don't know. Like you said, it really comes down to like just the discipline of saying, "All right, I'm gonna set you know this amount of time to do this." Yeah. But then also like finding the right people to play with because it's true. you can games like that you could you know use like the websites to do the looking for groups. Yeah. But. That's honestly a huge toss up of like whether or not you'd be able to play with people that aren't annoying right. or play with people that actually know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, I've been in situations um, where I'd use a looking for group. We'd, I'd find a really dope group. We'd get through a raid super quick. And, like, that happens, like, I don't know, maybe like three, three or four, four well, maybe three out of five times, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes down to like, people jumping in and like not knowing what to do and not saying that they don't know what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a whole different thing. Like yep. you'd be stuck on a part for, you know, up to an hour, two hours before people start quitting. And that's part of why I don't know. ever join those groups. Cause I don't want to be that guy. I feel like it would be me. <laughs> oh, not, but the thing is you'd say, Hey, I don't know what to do here. Right. I mean, it's true. I would, but I don't want to have to be like, Oh God, it's this guy. Okay. You want to stand here. You want to dodge this. When this comes around, go run and hide, blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. Yep. I don't like feeling like the weak link, you know? Yeah. Oh, so for sure. It's always going to have friends that are like, I know what's going on. Yeah. Shout out to Abrook. He He's one of those friends. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So maybe give that a shot with him one day. Yeah. I mean, we, we've been talking about like going through the raids and then also like redownloading Destiny 1 going through those raids too it's just like for me it's it's the 
it's a time commitment. Yeah. Like we're also supposed to play Dungeons and Dragons with them, and like, oh yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's, that's on me. That, that that one is on me. I apologize publicly. <laughs> oh man, but like, uh, it's just I don't know. It's, it's, it's a timing thing. Yeah, it's it's timing, and it's hard when you got a lot but, going on. But it's okay. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's all about making it making it work out, and, and like you said, just finding the right people to do it with. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's. That's you know that's that's what I've been with with Monster Hunter and like I like like I said I've, I've dabbled in it like really lightly uh, this past week. Uh, I bought the Iceborne stuff. It's just that I'm not sure if I start it, like whether or not I'll still be able to play like the older stuff with my friends that ha- like they like their one friend just like just finished like the, I guess the I even say the main campaign because like you think you beat the game but it's like hey wait look there's all these other you know monsters to hunt. And like harder versions of them, so it's. it's I don't even think the. the I, I don't even think the game ends at that point. I think the game really ends once you hit like, I think hunting hunting rank like fifty or something like that. Mm, okay. There's like a couple of like harder monsters that like sort of show up and you have to fight them. Yeah. But then after that, you know, you have all of the DLC stuff. So. I don't know. It's a lot of games. I don't know what my, my process, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of content. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can because it's still a fun game. I still had fun yeah. with myself uh, and and playing with my friends. So it is what it is. It's good. But but next up, next game we can all talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Oh, we're going straight into Tony Hawk. Okay, cool. Hey, cool. We're in there. All right, let's do it. What do you guys think of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two? It's Tony Hawk, man. Like yeah. <laughs> they did it. Right. They did it. I think that's it's, that's the biggest thing. Tony Hawk done right. It's what we. It's so you know how they how when people remake games and like you don't you know, you, you don't want them to like copy and paste. Mm-hmm. But then we've gotten so many like we've gotten remakes where like they try to change up stuff, right? And it just doesn't work, right? This is it. This is this is one of those like they they overhauled the graphics engine. They took like the best of Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, two, three, uh, a little bit of underground, yeah, I think, and four. And um, this is a remaster done right. It's like along the lines of like the Spyro collection. I this is a re- uh, this is a, I would say this is a remake. Like they they didn't just like take the old stuff. Like they they've they've remade the game in terms yeah. of like, you know, get, not just giving it a fresh coat of paint, but like really aging it up in a lot of ways. Um and it, with the well, trip, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the with uh Crash and Spyro, like mm-hmm. that's what they did with those. Yeah. Yeah, they remade as a, as, as opposed to like what they're doing with Mario with uh the, right. the 3D collection. Like that's bullshit. They they they're not doing anything with those games. Yeah, yeah. They're charging sixty dollars. No, yeah, they're shitting so, they're shitting out those those ports um for like sixty bucks and this is coming out with that in a really with like a lot of care and love put into it for like forty bucks. And that's that's insane to me. And you can buy it whenever you want to. <laughs> that's not true. Just for the next six months. <laughs> right. Three months, whatever. Right. Jeez. Um, so Chris, you're saying that you really loved it then or liked it anyway. I, all right. So here's the thing. I had enough time to like <laughs> install the game and I thought that I, uh, downloaded it completely, but it's like, Hey, guess what? You didn't download the whole game. Uh, uh so like 
all, all I really had time to play was like the the warehouse and then like going through the tutorial stuff. Okay. But even then, like just playing like that like little bit is you could see the care that went into the game. Yeah. You could see and like just I, like sort of I don't know for me like like that feeling of like jumping straight into a Tony Hawk game because I was like yo I remember I don't remember like the the grinding being like this like loose. Uh, or like my jumps not being that high, but I was like, oh wait, I just haven't upgraded. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play a little bit longer so I can, you know, get those stats back. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the the music's there, the feel of the game is there. Like, I'm, I'm excited. Good, good. Yeah, I, I remember when this was first revealed, you were really frustrated. I know you've, you said on the record, you know, it was just a moment of like, you know, you were expecting something else, but, uh, but it's good to know that this didn't disappoint you in that way. Oh no. And you know, after hearing like everyone like talk about it, like you you talking about it, um at that point I knew going into it that I was gonna like it because it was getting like, you know, high praise and everything. So it wasn't even like the fact of, oh, I'm gonna see if, if this is really like if this is actually really good, if it's up to the hype. Like I, I trust your judgment. Uh I trust, you know, judgment of like other people online. So after hearing that they actually put care into this and it wasn't like the last remake that we got, because you gotta remember. We we got another we had a remaster a couple years ago. Yeah, we did. Or not even a, and I don't I, let's not even call it a remaster. I don't know what to call it. They <laughs> they tried. They they tried. Yeah, they tried to to do something. Wait, one and, might, one might say they bailed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stuff. Roddy, that was really good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but I'm guessing you guys you guys of course played a lot more than I have. Uh, what what are your thoughts? James, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Sure, I can start with this one. Okay. Um, I've only been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One levels so far. I have not been rushing my way through this. I've been using this honestly as like a a palate cleanser because it's. I've never appreciated how much easier it is to jump into a game, bust out a few, um, sessions real quick just to get that fix. Yeah. And this is like a breath of fresh air for me. Mm. It's like nostalgia done right. Mm-hmm. and i can really appreciate that um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even the small quality of life changes like bales not killing your run so hard like they used to in the original game mm-hmm. yeah. it's a lot quicker to get you like right back into the action get you back on the board and just let you go yeah that animation d- goes a long way in doing that too that new uh pickup animation like the yeah. rewinder i guess yeah a rewind yeah it, and that plays into the whole like skate video feel so i like that that's cool yeah yeah um the levels feel just as good as I remember them. Um, the physics feel the same. Like I was a little worried at first about the jumps, like you were saying, Chris, but then I realized that that's just the stats. And that's that's the that's the important part. That was the scary part. Jumping back into this was that Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two has like a specific arcadey feel to it. it. Has like a it's different from Skate. It's different from like all these other skateboarding games. Yep. Definitely different from like the uh, the games that they like tried to push out the past couple of years. You like this era of Tony Hawk games like had a specific feel. So uh, the like, the fear came from like um, that. Remember when Sega wanted to bring back classic Sonic and they put out like Sonic Four? Yes, and it just felt like really floaty. Felt like it just felt like really bad. Yeah. Uh, if, if that that, that was a fear, yeah. If if, if it felt it felt like what 
they believed people wanted from a Sonic, but not actually wanted. Um, and but yet, Sonic Mania was what they actually wanted. Exactly. So I think this is that's a that's a good point. Bringing that up, this is the Sonic. Would this be the the, the Sonic Mania of Sonic Hawk games? Uh, I I would say so in spirit, just because. And, and the only reason why I say in spirit is because Tony Hawk is you know what is in here is has is basically like it's existed before. Um, however, like, yeah, they have added, you know, with all the new tricks and the, like the facelift, like everything that they've done around it, including the challenges and everything like that. Um, it does kind of feel in some ways like a new game. And that's really weird. Like it's, it's weird to, to have this game literally exist before, but also feel so fresh at the same time. It's something that even Sonic Mania didn't do because Sonic Mania was totally fresh and new. And it's like original levels, even if they're kind of, you know, inspire by other things. Um, so like the, the, the one, one, like the green zone in, in that game is like, it's green zone, but it's not like, or green hill zone, but it's not like that green hill zone. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, but it's a decent comparison though, for sure. For sure. I would, I would definitely buy into that. Um, sorry, James, I didn't mean to interrupt your, your impressions. Oh, not, um, Pretty much that's all I really have for now. I haven't got to ch- jump uh, into two or the free skate stuff yet, but so far I'm really pleased, especially for forty dollars. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is a lot of game here and a lot of fun to be had, and that's pretty much what I look for. Yeah, um, for me, this game. So I have like a lot of nostalgia for the series. Um, I played it a lot growing up, and you know, I, I have a. Tony Hawk, the series has a special place in my heart and it kind of killed me when five came out and then the, the HD, you know, remake or whatever that came out a couple years ago released. And it's just, it was bad. Um, specifically because they, right. yeah. And it's specifically because it was purported to be like the comeback for Tony Hawk. I was disappointed in like the other entries. Like I wasn't, you know, project eight and ride and, you know, American wasteland and all of those games. They, there was maybe like a couple bright spots there, but those did never really captured what I really found endearing um, for one through four. Um, but again, five in the HD remake really broke my heart because it was supposed to be the return for the series. And the series has been dead for so long. Um, to, so to have Tony Hawk 1 and 2 come out, uh, this is one of the best remakes I've ever played in my life. Like, it's incredible, like, how good this game actually is. And I, th- and I want, and I want to t- take some time for a moment to kind of talk about a few of the reasons why it's so effective at what it does. So James pretty much said it perfectly when he mentioned that, like, it's nostalgia done right. Like, I think that is the perfect way to describe this game. Um, And I would even take it a step further and say that they, it's done right because they don't just cash in on your nostalgia. They actually take what you are familiar with and elevate it to, like, you know, to modern heights. So if you'll notice, like in some, well, I don't know if you guys have gotten this far yet, but there are some levels in here. For example, there's the mall. I want to, I want to say that's in Tony Hawk one. Um, and in the, in the original Tony Hawk one, like it's, it is like a regular mall. Like it just looks like normal. Right. But in this, this remaster or this remake, it is like it's been aged up to be like kind of abandoned, kind of what you would expect a, a mall to maybe look like in 10 years, probably, uh, especially, okay. yeah, post COVID. Like, I love the the act, or, or even if you go to like the school, which is no matter if it's in, in one or two, 
there are even if you look at at the school in i want to say it might be school one so from tony hawk one there's like a monitor talking about like covid basically and saying like wait really yeah it's like saying hey you know we're having like a reverse parade where like instead like you're gonna be like, say goodbye to your teachers like you're not gonna be here for a while things like that it's like it's a screen that says all that um there's it really i didn't see that part. Yeah, yeah absolutely it's like in the back somewhere kind of um like where the you can go access the gym i believe or something like that and um there is um there's a plane that says like that flies by that has various signs on it one of them says wash your hands things like that um you get the mask for customization yes exactly <laughs> you get, you? Yeah, yeah yeah i got the mask love to see it. yeah i was i like i know when we started getting new like tv shows and um and like like not even saying movies but like seeing like shows come back out like during covid yeah I, it, that was one thing i was always looking for was like oh wait are they gonna reference covid or is anything gonna happen and like See a video game do that. That's good. Yeah, it, it. it's really cool. And, and, you know, and I picked those particular points out because obviously it's like it's it's contemporary. It's modern. It's like happening literally as we speak. Um, but I mean, still the idea, I think, of the mall is interesting. Um, and even when you look, do look at the school, you see like it's been lived in. Everything is feels very lived in. Um, even when you go to the hangar from Tony Hawk 2, it's like the hangar from the original game is very much like what you would expect, I guess, you know, a hangar to be, but this one in this remaster is more upscale. It's more like kind of modern. Like it definitely feels like in 2020, a hangar might look like this. And that's a really small detail that I love and appreciate in this remaster. So it's, it's, and, and that's kind of what I mean when I say that it's, it feels like it, it's aged up. Um, even the new skaters like fit perfectly in this. Like they don't feel like they're, you know, out of place at all. Um, even if you look down to the soundtrack, like the soundtrack is fucking brilliant. Like down to, uh, uh, what is it? Um, uh, not system of a down. What, why am I blanking? Gorilla radio, uh, rage yeah, against the machine. Raging. Thank you. Thank you. Rage against the machine. Um, so you have the classics like that, uh, Goldfinger, Superman, like all those classics, you know, the game even starts on the pot on the start menu with that song. So it's like hitting you in the face, but like you get other bands too, that have had, like songs in other games like uh, i think the ataris and like uh, less than jake so like all of these bands that have appeared before like on other tony hawk games don't have maybe the same song but they might have a different song on here so they have a similar sound and it's familiar but not comp- just simply grafted from one game to another i really appreciate that um, whoever chose the music for this did an A plus plus job. Like, even though it, it's not traditional, a lot of it's not traditionally music I would listen to on my own. It fits perfectly within this game, and I like am singing along and like you know bobbing my head to it. Like, it's just awesome. Like, I love, I just love the aesthetic, the tone, the feel of this whole thing. This package is just so complete. Um, I've actually one hundred percent of all the goals um, already. Like. I love the game. Yo, you went in. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, I was done with the first game in like 24 hours. It was I it was crazy. Um I I just consumed this game. Like this mm-hmm. this whole year like I've kind of been thinking about like as we get closer to the end of the year, I've been thinking I'm like, okay, like what did I like? What are the type of things I want to argue for for a game of the year? Like I mean, is there like how much is there really do I really feel passionate about? And I'm like trying to find that and Tony Hawk like gave it to me it's like oh you thought you were confused let me remind you who the king is um and yeah i have to just say like honestly this is my favorite thing i've played 
this year. Like just on record, I'm saying it like it's it. This is the best thing I've played um, easily. And it's even when I went through the tutorial level, like I not needing to necessarily do it, but like I just wanted to to just experience everything that knew that the game had to offer. So hearing Tony Hawk like narrate everything was just really fun. And uh, as soon as I got done with it, I just started busting out like 100,000 point combos like immediately. Uh, <laughs> and that was really fun. And just going through the, the multiplayer mode, I get to really test my skills. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty good at this game. Uh, but the competitive mode does give me a challenge like from time to time. There are people who will go in there. I've actually played the number two and the number seven person in the entire world. Um, and I lost a lot, <laughs> but I also won a few games too. So that was fun. Uh, it's th- this game is just, I think overall near per- nearly perfect. Um, and I cannot really thank, I just want to thank Vicarious Visions for like reviving this, this franchise for, for me and like a bunch of other people who, who are really looking forward to an experience like this. And yeah, I I love this thing, man. That's that's good. That's good to hear. Like, what more do you need to I hear should... after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't catch it, you should buy this. You should yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> should definitely play this game. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's that's a good point, James. Too is that I have heard a few times of like, oh, like I've never had nostalgia for Tony Hawk or I'm not that good at Tony Hawk. Like this is, this is the game to get into. Like it, it it's so accessible. The tutorial is great at teaching you everything that you want to know. I, I know a, a tutorial is probably going to be good when it starts with telling you to move the control stick. I'm like, okay, you're really like, you're really you're wanting really about to, how to play. Yeah, right. Like I've never touched a controller. I appreciate this. Um, so yeah, like if you've never played Tony Hawk before, definitely try this game out. Um, you know, it, it's, Oh, I just thought about something, yeah. something I noticed in the um, tutorial. I know why you like this game so much. The, when I was playing the tutorial, I was like, wait, why does the camera feel like trash right now? The, the camera's inverted. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. That's, <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> I was like, what is this garbage? Why can't I move the camera? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I mean, it already had like all the brownie points after that. You know, they, they, they knew what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I adore, I adore this game. I don't just love it. I, I adore it. Uh, the, the, these guys and girls did a fantastic job of doing it. And right now I'm in the middle of, of doing some like single sessions, completing those, and then just going after like the, the pro skater, uh, stat points and the challenges on the screen. So that's the main difference. I don't know if we talked about too much yet, but like the, not only do you have like all the levels and the same challenges and everything from the old games, but you also have a slew of new challenges. You have like rookie veteran and legend challenges to tackle. And every single skater has like a number of things that they can go do. So for example, Tony Hawk might have a, a challenge where he has to do like a revert into a five O that's a grind um, into like a Vario McTwist or something along those lines. And you have to kind of pull that together in one combo, pull it off. You get the challenge. And for every challenge you get in game currency, which you can use to buy clothes and boards and tape and decks and just really customize, you know, either the pro skater that you want to do or your, your custom skater, uh, which Seems to have decent options. Um, you know, it, it seems seems all right. You know, not like Yo, you, you already you already know. I got I gotta ask. What's the what's the, the hair? 
it's all it's, it's yeah it's okay it's okay i've seen better but i've seen worse right like they only have i would say black male hairstyles i would say there was maybe only a few um you get the dread you get dreads you get the the kind of short ish hair grown out a little bit and i think you get bald i think you do um yeah yeah so not like a ton of black hairstyles i think if you were a black woman you might get away with a few more for sure but yeah i think so i think so there's a few more in there that it, it i i accidentally was like customizing a, like i I wasn't paying attention on the creative screen and my character was like a woman and I like a, with a woman's face and I didn't realize it, but I was putting all these, this hair on, on her. And I was like, Oh, this looks really good. Like, Oh wait, Oh, I'm making a woman. Okay, cool. So I switched back to a, a man and it just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't look as like, like I would traditionally think of it like that. Um, but you know, Hey, who am I to judge? Uh, it's, it's all good. Any way you slice it. Friday, right um but yeah yeah the, the creative skater options are all right i think the the real customization not really doesn't come from the faces and things like that it's not like skyrim levels i think it more comes from like the type of skateboard you're using and the the clothes that you're wearing things like that you have a, a lot of collectibles uh in that regard so yeah I, I this this game offers a lot guys uh definitely check it out if if you never have before and if you are a fan and haven't still for some reason definitely do so the only complaint if i have to say one thing the only complaint i have about this game right now is uh the inability to make private lobbies uh which is coming that is coming in a patch uh, my carriers actually was was on record on the day of launch or i think the day before just saying like hey we're doing like a big multiplayer patch like in this fall so we'll be able to do um private lobbies which is great because right now you have to match make you can get people in your party but you have to match make with other people. So you'll always have like a room of six to eight, um, all doing like kind of different things. And I kind of wish it was just like, hey, come to my room. Let's free skate. Let's do this. Let's do that. You can't really do that right now. So that's where my one real major complaint. And you cannot play horse online right now. So I hope they change that. Um, you can. Wait, what, um, what are you just doing? Like the score? So the way, yeah, the way the multiplayer is set up is when you match make it to a room, you get score or trick attack, you, which is, you know, score as much as you can. Sometimes if you are in the casual room, which is called jam, then uh, you, they'll place like a low cap on it, like a hundred thousand. Um, that can be done in like one combo in like 10 seconds. So if somebody's really good in there, like it, that will happen. Um, but competitive is like a different beast. Like the, this trick attack there might be like 200 or 300,000, uh, something like that. Uh, combo Mambo, which is like who gets the highest combo um, and graffiti. And I think there's like a, it's like maybe one or two more, but it just rotates in that. You do like maybe four or five of those game modes on a map and then the map switches. Nobody picks. You can't really choose the map. It just selects it at random. Uh, so that's kind of how the multiplayer works. So it's a little, it's a little random. I wish it was a little bit more robust and you had more options. I'm hoping with this up multiplayer update, they give us a little bit more. But other than that, like I, I literally have almost nothing bad to say. This is almost this is a near perfect remake outside of the multiplayer stuff. Just, I've I have virtually nothing bad to say about this game, which I that's, that's amazing. What you love to see. Yeah, like I think this is a game that 2020 needed absolutely 100 percent. this was like my fall guys basically like what everybody like how everybody felt when they played fall guys and like animal crossing which i felt those things kind of but like this is like this is my version of that like absolutely i just 
turn this on, chill for like X amount of time and, and just relax. It's great. I know I'm going to enjoy this game. I just, I want to see if, if I'm going to enjoy it as much as you. Cause you, it sounds like you love it. I adore it. Yeah. yeah. Well, see. Yeah, so yeah, that's, uh, so, so I guess like for the most part, this will be like part of your rotation of like just games that you'll just hop in and out of. 100%. Like you, mm-hmm. like, I feel like at this point you've already gotten like, not saying just you've gotten what you could out of the game already because yeah. like this is easily one of those games you could just hop in play a little bit and then hop out yeah but like you you you've played enough where you're like yeah yeah this game is good yeah i love it like yeah you don't have to play anymore to figure that out. yeah exactly so yeah yeah for sure I, yeah. I played like 30 minutes of this and i was like yeah I'm, this is great i love it already um and it just never disappointed me from there i at some point i was like it's too good at some point it's going it's going to mess up and I'm and something's gonna happen. I'm not gonna like it, but that moment never really came for me. It it only it started creeping up on the multiplayer stuff when I kind of figured out how that all that worked. But then when I saw that they were doing the patch, I was like, all right, well, cool. Then my problem will be solved. So um I was, yeah. I was gonna say that the way you set that up, I was like, like what's gonna happen is like Tony Hawk's gonna show up on the screen and just drop the n-word and like <laughs> completely ruin <laughs> completely ruin like the whole vibe yeah that would oh man that would definitely ruin <laughs> things yes yeah only a little bit but also oh, com- it, w- it would complete 2020 as well <laughs> <laughs> don't even sense. put that's, that in the air dude that's, 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 that's literally on brand for 2020. <laughs> right exactly mm. exactly check twitter tomorrow here it is <laughs> can't play this game anymore saying, what <laughs> can we just pretend what, he what? didn't please <laughs> what did what did he say after you hit a, a, a hundred uh was it like a hundred combo like a hundred move combo in in the game he just he just goes off he goes on a whole rant <laughs> <laughs> oh boy let's talk about antifa so i started talking about blm <laughs> Right. No. No. Uh, Move on. Had enough. Yeah. (laughs) My God. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, what else have you guys been playing? Which I think y'all have been playing the same thing. Yeah, I think we've all been playing the same thing, right? I mean, I know I have. Me and you have any right? Oh shoot, yo, Chris is not. You have not played this game, Chris. Mine, mine's still like on the way. Okay. Okay. Shout out the GameFly, James. Um, you, you and I. We've been playing Marvel's Avengers. We have. Yeah. Um, I'm actually ex- incredibly interested to talk with you about this because, like, I haven't really, I've kind of talked about it with a couple people a little bit, but you're almost finished with the game, right? Yes. Um, and so I'm I, just really excited to hear, like, your opinion. I mean, what, what do you think about Marvel's Avengers? I'm enjoying myself. Mm hmm. But at the same time, I expected better. Mm, okay. I, okay. I just think that, again, given the IP that we're dealing with and the state of superheroes in like pop culture, um, the money that I assume that went into something like this, I feel like they spent a lot of money on putting together the voice cast and putting together the story. But they skipped out on a lot of things that, I feel like you would need for a live service game. Yeah. Um, well, let's see if we can start from the beginning. Marvel's Avengers is a live service game 
that is done in more of like an action-y beat-em-up as opposed to a first-person shooter style. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows you to take control of one of six Avengers currently, um, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, and Kamala Khan, or Miss Marvel, who is the essentially the protag mm-hmm. of this story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I do appreciate that, um, especially coming off of the MCU and having so much time with the the main Avengers cast, it would have been difficult to really put together maybe something that didn't get automatically compared to MCU. So to have it focus on Kamala was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. And uh, to have the story be focused on the reassembly of the Avengers works better too. So you get that steady drip feed of like different styles of play. And I, I can't appreciate that. Combat is a lot of fun here. Um, But I feel like once you get outside of the general campaign and the general campaign set pieces, the cracks really begin to show. Mm. And so I feel like this game has a long way to go. Okay. And I feel like that's what they're going for. Okay. Just because there have been so many patches on this game within just this lo- this week alone. Yeah, I, I want to get into I, I want to get into that actually um, in a moment. I want to go back to the story for a moment, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so right now you're I'm thoroughly shook because like you and I are on I don't know what it is today, but we're like on almost identical wavelengths. Like pretty much everything you just said. Like I am on. I'm on board with you, Lon, like mm-hmm. completely. Like, so this game surprised me in a lot of ways. So just to start, um, before we get into gameplay, just the story is good. Like the story is like pretty like decent, I would say, uh, mm-hmm. which is not something, not something I expected going into this. Um, just full disclosure, I, I bought this game initially because I had a friend like tell me two days before it came out, he's like, Hey, I really, it's a good friend of mine, um, someone who does not live in the state anymore. And like I, COVID and all this other stuff, like is just wrecking all social interactions for me. So like I take anything I can get <laughs> at this point. Um, so my friend hits me up. He's like, Hey, I really want to play this Avengers game. Have you played it? Have you heard about it? And I was like, yeah, I played the demo. It was all right. Um, you know, we talked about it on the show. I thought it was, eh, I'm not super interested in it. And he's like, mm, okay, kind of guilt tripped me for about like an hour about it. Um, and so eventually I was like, okay, fine. Like I'll, I'll get it. Let's, let's just play it together. Okay. Um, so all that being said, multiplayer experience, insanely infuriating, frustrating as hell. I okay because I haven't tried any of this. I'm curious. Yeah, like, well, just the idea of like, so I got it to play with my friend, but you can't really play a lot of the campaign with anybody else. On the flip side of that, what's there is actually pretty fucking good. (laughs) Like, what's there is actually not that bad. Um, and I and you said that this is Kamal Khan's story, 110% accurate, and also so so welcome i'm a big kamala khan fan i like miss marvel i've read a, like a little bit of her comics um i'm not like super well versed or as well versed as some other people in in the comic universe she's relatively new i think her comic came out in like 2013 or 2014 um this is this is the first time that she's been represented in any media other than comics uh so this is a like in a sense a, Oh. She had Ultimate Alliance three. She was oh, def- she? she was definitely part of that. Yeah, they oh, okay. they focus a lot on the newer heroes in that one. Miles, her, um, Gwen. Oh, okay. I actually had no idea was about that, that. Was that any I, random? Random aside. Was that good? Because I 
I didn't really hear too much about that game. It didn't grab me the way that the first two did, so I never finished it. Okay. But I heard that there were some patches that did improve things, and I feel like that's the same case here. Mm, Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is... I know I was listening to the team talk about, you know, how it was really important for them to to really kind of visualize her, her... just everything pretty much like her mode of attack and her power set, everything like that, because it was going to be something like very large scale that a lot of people, like a lot of people would have eyes on essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was very hyped to see, you know, how they would do that. And I I have to say like, this is some of the best um, voice acting that I've probably heard all year. Like even I would say in contention with stuff from last of us Two. Like I think it's, I don't obviously last of us two is mining like completely different emotional depths, but like, but, but this game, I think, I think um, I forget her name. I so sorry. Um, But her uh, Kamala Khan's voice actress is extremely good. She's, in my opinion, the best one far by far. Um, and she, and everyone else does a, a pretty good job, I think, um, for not being like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or whatever. Like, uh-huh. I think everybody else does a good job. Um, but her voice actress particularly carries this whole thing. Um, and the character herself is so great. Um, and having this uh, Muslim america character just kind of come in and represent like for that particular culture i thought was awesome um and and really you know i'm always i'm always going to be down for stuff like that especially when it's done really well um and her identity uh you know doesn't it doesn't it's a part of who she is but doesn't wholly define her so like Mm -hmm. it, it it factors into you know certain decisions that she makes certain interactions that she has and even um certain comments that she might make or even the the dress that she she picks um right it picks it plays into her out her costume exactly which is awesome like i love that they don't shy away from it um they don't dig as deep into it as mm-hmm. i think um would be perfect but i but they don't shy away either and i think that's cool so um yeah this game the campaign stuff is cool so i definitely wanted to just kind of put that out there first now that being said all the multiplayer stuff very frustrating because <laughs> because the the matchmaking stuff just does not work like for the most part I, sometimes you'll get match made into games um and and maybe they've patched that because i know james you were talking about pre-show that there was a patch that just went up today as we're recording mm-hmm. this um so maybe that addresses some of those issues but it was i had a really hard time finding people uh randoms and when i did i did not really like playing with them i didn't play with randoms but maybe like two or three times um and it was I wanted to go do other things, but I guess they didn't really have a mic or something and it was hard to communicate. And so like we yeah. were like in an open field and it's like, oh, okay, I want to go get this loot box or this this mystery area or whatever. My partner is just like, you know, trudging along. Hulk's just like kind of going to the objective and I'm like that's all great and good, but like I kind of want to explore a little bit. Um, and you get warped like to objectives, like critical objectives. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. do they? Yeah, I got warped. That didn't happen to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, he activated um, the critical objective. It was one of those stand on the glowy thing and fight off the enemies. Um, yeah. And then he died, and I had to go get him, or else we would have just failed completely. So I was like, ah, shit. So, um, yeah, not super awesome. So that was a thing. But maybe that was down to communication, that's, right? Um, I was going to say, but that's, that's unfortunate because you the this game is built as a multiplayer, like, games as a service so you think that would be priority you would think is there not a ping system in this i do not think so i have not found it there oh no no not like um 
like Apex. Talking about like Apex, nah. Like I think that if you're making a multiplayer game, like that has to be like yes. a, a industry standard. Now. Yes. Yep. One hundred percent. That's something you definitely want to steal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, let's let's get into the gameplay then, uh, James. Like, so you said okay. that you said that the game the, the gameplay leaves a lot to be desired. I know for me, the games is a this is a game that I think I would have been happy about. I think last week we talked about wanting like a specific Avengers game. I think we spoke about expecting it to not be a games as a service thing and more mm-hmm. more just like a you know even if it's a, not multiplayer, even if it's single player, just kind of like a dedicated ten to twelve hour campaign, like that's kind of what you get here like that that's kind of what the campaign is but then it's like oh the well after you finish the campaign the game kind of still goes on i guess like that's kind right. of what it is and it's just sort of tacked on there the loot i i mostly ignore all of the games as a service elements like through the campaign i've not played a lot of in game i'm finished with the campaign by the way like i've com- i completed it um through the labor day weekend and mm-hmm. so i'm in, officially in post game I've not played a lot of that, but throughout most of the campaign, I ignored most of the elements. I equipped like the higher. St- I said, "Hey, this has a bigger number. All right, cool. This has a stat on it. All right, awesome. Slot that in there." And then I kind of ignored it. I and and that felt okay. Like I had fun doing that. Now it's like I'm kind of hesitant on like getting too deep into the service stuff because like I don't think I really give a shit about the loot or anything like that. I don't. I've know. noticed. I could agree with it. That. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't affect like how you look either. So I'm a little disappointed in that. Yeah, it doesn't. The only thing that you get cosmetics, but like the mm-hmm. loot drops themselves don't affect um, anything cosmetically. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird because yeah. they go with like this hologram approach mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it'll be like you're equipping uh, an enhanced like nanite for the Hulk spine. Or you got these cool gauntlets for Black Widow, but they look like every other set of gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you have this like urge to pick up this loot, but it doesn't do anything for your character, and you don't really feel it in your stats, at least not yet. Right. And it really does de-incentivize you caring. Yeah, that perfectly, yeah, perfectly put. Um, and, and a key reason why I think the in-game is like feels weird to me right now is just because I don't know how I really want to build any character i don't even know who i want to play yet and i and i will say that the, all the characters seem viable and fun like that's probably the highest compliment i can give any sort of character action game like this is that like i have a lot of options and you know i like cap is probably one of my favorite mcu avengers so like i wanted to play him i like his style um although although did you notice that you cannot open doors as cap like you can't what? You can't open so there are, you'll run across certain doors that like have uh, major loot drops behind them, right? And you'll see this mm-hmm. on your map when you hit the. There's a tactical awareness button that you hit, and then it will show you. Okay, here's a point of interest. You go there. Usually, the map the the loot is going to be hidden behind, or sometimes it'll be hidden behind like these doors that you have to hold triangle and do a power attack for. Kamala has it. Hulk has it. Um, I think Thor has it, but. Mm-hmm. M- and um, Iron Man and Cap, well, Cap doesn't have anything. Iron Man can can open it if you do a Hulkbuster move. A Hulk, uh, Hulkbuster is like Iron Man's special move, um, but he cannot open right. it on his own. Cap doesn't have anything. So if you're so if I'm for example playing solo in a game and I'm I have AI companions because if you do not match make, you are matched instantly with AI. You will 
you there's no way you can open the door. You can't tell the Hulk to open the door for you. That that loot is just lost because you you your triangle doesn't open those double doors. I have not run into that issue yet. I didn't know that. Yeah, that happened to me like towards the end of the game. And when I you don't yeah. You don't think maybe it's like a uh a skill upgrade, maybe? Well, it would suck that he would have to upgrade. do it for Cap, but it might be that I haven't I haven't looked, but that would be such a bad decision. That would be yeah. such a bad move. Like, because I guess I was playing solo as him, and I wanted to like you know I wanted to get this piece of particular gear, and I literally had no way to do it. And I thought that was really strange. I was like, is that a way to make me play or matchmake with human players? I mean, I get the reason but you should never dissuade people from like want not wanting to play with others like if i want to play your game but i don't i just don't want to play with other people meet me halfway there uh that's how i feel about and that that's a really weird design choice considering so many of the all the levels are built around being able to play who you want to play exactly exactly that's why it was so baffling to me i stood there for like 10 minutes going what and then i looked online and sure enough other people were complaining about the same thing so i, was- I wonder if that's a bug I hope so. I would definitely hope so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, enough of them. I'm, I'm curious uh, too, James, like if you have any more specific complaints about the gameplay, because I know I've, I've talked a little bit about the games as a service and why that doesn't particularly work for this. Um, mm-hmm. But what else are, are you running into? Um, I ran into, I've only had one game crashing glitch so far. Um, and it was actually dealing with Cap. I was in the final mission. I noticed his face was starting to glitch out of his mask. And then when he came out of the cutscene, he was invisible. <laughs> nice. So I ran around for like 20 seconds and then the game crashed. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. So game does not like Cap for whatever reason. <laughs> I guess that's why they locked him away for most of the campaign. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, my, the other thing is moving still feels a little janky for certain characters um like dealing with grapple points as kamala or black widow it's hard for them to tell do they want to do the swing grapple or do they want to do the zip line grapple or do they want to just like hang on to this and try and pull themselves up or am i trying to shoot over the ledge and it's hard to really differentiate what is i want to do with that so let's went to a couple of just like falling off the platform deaths or not being able to target an enemy properly, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Get ready for when how that's uh that's how Spider Man works <laughs> when he releases. I'm, yeah, <laughs> and that's the only reason about the PlayStation version right. for Spider Man. So yeah, I'm not feeling good about that. Um, I find it I weird just, that the, with, like with DLC characters, they're doing two characters that are basically the same back to back. Yeah, two archers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I find that a little weird. But like general combat though, I will say I'm enjoying a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. I'm with um Cap is very satisfying to play. That ricochet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sound sound design, give that person a raise. Like it's just like whenever you throw a shield or throw a hammer, it really feels like you just like fucked them up. It's pretty Mm -hmm. it's pretty good. (laughs) You get that that solid thunk. Yeah. Like I was waiting for the comic book panel thunks to pop up. Yeah. That's how good those feel. Or even like the small things, like when you try to fly as Thor, he has to have to wind up to chuck the hammer first. Right. And you get like that that rumble to give you the impact of like, oh, yeah, it's Mjolnir. 
like it's going down. Yeah, it's it's really neat the level of control that they they've given you. Um, and, and worth noting too that this is the same combat director from God of War 2018, uh, which mm-hmm. makes a ton of sense when you play Cap and Thor. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's just getting that um, when you get the get those timings right on the throws, and everything just feels <laughs> so grunts. right. Hmm. Agreeable grunts. <laughs> Did y'all, did y'all see that? Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the, the, the close caption in this game is wild. I definitely told the game not to give me close caption, and it did it anyway. No, honestly, Roddy, I think the game's better for it. Really? <laughs> I think that provided some of the most fun moments for me was just reading the captions. I, this is the best close caption I've ever seen in the video game. Yeah. Because if you were death, they will, or like, you just can't tell what's going on. They will dis- describe everything. Like, um, Iron Man lets out a stressful grunt as he crashes in his metal armor against the ground. Or or (laughs) Hulk is visibly upset. He's probably going to smash something soon. Yeah. Like those kind of things. Yeah. It's like they took the script and and literally just just transcribed it. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm down with that. More accessibility. That's fun to me. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm just I'm surprised at this game. I, I expected to not really enjoy it and to only be in it for the multiplayer aspect to play with my buddy. But like I actually mm-hmm. again, I ended up enjoying the campaign. Um, you know, I, I really liked what was there and being kind of blown away at the um, the, the performances within it and the visual, the visual style. Say, did you, can I say did I hated this the- to hear? Iron Man as Nathan Drake. Oh yeah, he's totally just like like they. He, oh, is Nolan, he really? Nolan North. He's basically walked, yeah. He, he, Nolan North walked into the booth, and I guarantee the direction was just do Nathan Drake, just do it, like just be him. Like, if, like it's, imagine if Drake cashed in all the money from all those artifacts he he's been collecting all these years. Yeah, and you have Tony Stark. It, it bothered me all game. I mean, he Nolan North. We all know he's a great actor, awesome actor. But I just cannot unhear. He's just he's doing that voice, like that Drake thing, you know, that Nathan Drake mm-hmm. thing. Um, and it's like really difficult to unhear. Um, and and Troy Baker is is Bruce Banner, which you can kind of hear, but like I still think it's like he's. I forget though. Yes, exactly. I forget with him. Like he's doing like it's not. Like I, I forget it's him, right? Um, but Nolan North, you just immediately know. You know, <laughs> like like remember Saints Row the Third, where you can just have the Nolan North preset. Yeah, that's what you got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it sucks because like he's done Deadpool, and I think it, I think he fits that kind of character a lot more. Yeah, for sure. So it makes me wonder, like, are we gonna get Deadpool in this game? Down the line, that'd be fun. I mean, yeah, Nolan North can play him again. Exactly. I'd rather have the anime power up time or whatever it is he does. <laughs> like, that'd be great. And then hey, Cap- Fox, I, have a- mm, ahead, say, I have a question. So I know you played for the multiplayer. Did you at- did you like when you played through the story? Did you at least play with uh, your friend? No. Or no, we didn't. Oh, no, no, because we ended up being like just separated by missions. And so like there would be sometimes when I like. I'd be on a different mission. So I was like, okay, let me play ahead a little bit and see like when we can actually meet up. And by the time, like, and also it was a matter of time too. Like he just didn't have like the time that I did that particular weekend. So um, I, I kept just playing ahead and then, but I only saw like a handful of missions that were really multiplayer. Like most of the ones that you do that relate to the campaign are single player only. And it will tell you that too, when you select. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It'll tell you yeah. this is single player versus multiplayer. 
That's weird. That's really weird. Yeah. What were they, what were they doing? Because they, I don't know. I feel like they marketed this game as like a multiplayer game. Absolutely. I mean, you can. They have missions where you can do that. Yeah. But they don't feel like camp. They don't feel like campaign missions. They feel like multiplayer missions that you can just do in the single player. Exactly. Like a lot of the multiplayer missions that you do there are not like they're not reliant on set pieces. All the single player stuff is going to be set piece based, which of course makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. But with the multiplayer missions that do pop up during the campaign, they're absolutely like the destiny strikes, uh, that type of thing of like go here, stand on this platform punch a robot okay leave go do the next thing go sit in an elevator for half a minute you know that type of thing um and i'm not that that breaks up that breaks up the pacing though whenever you're playing oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. definitely and you honestly i think it's like it's like the weakest part of the game for me absolutely right and that's that's a big reason why i'm kind of like uh, on the the post game stuff like i had my fun and i'm not mad that i bought the game but i kind of wish that like part of me kind of wishes that they just focused more on if they cut the service stuff out and just focused on this element i feel like i would have been even more satisfied with this game i would i would have been perfectly fine with a single player experience like of what we got here just even focus down a little bit more um you know without all the service stuff I, i think it's great like it's it's this mar- game was marketed so strange like nobody knew or expected that the single player stuff was going to be as interesting or entertaining as it actually ended up being because that's not what gets the money in the packets ready exactly right right they got about those uh those loot boxes yeah the, the battle passes and and all this other stuff so i mean they are releasing all the stuff for free so there's that but um i mean yeah i just don't know how interested i am to be on like the hamster wheel like we talked about earlier today you know like I'll, i i want to play this like i'm going to play some more because i do want to kind of get into more of the action i do want to play some multiplayer um with some folks and kind of like experience a little bit of that but i don't know if i'm going to be logging in like you know six months from now trying to do some cap dailies like i don't think that's going to happen <laughs> I, have a, I have another question how's the world building in this like do they acknowledge that there are other heroes? Do you see yes. any other heroes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. That's all I want. Yeah. Your world building is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't. And is this, and is this is this world building as in like all right, this is just MCU or are we getting like the whole Marvel? Show? No, no. This I don't. It's not MCU. Yeah. No, it's not just MCU. I mean, the MCU covers so much now, um, like of the comics, uh, but. Like I would say, if you if you are only an MCU fan, I think if you're a comics fan, I think you're going to be satisfied with this for the most part. Uh, if but if you're an MCU fan, I, I can't see that you would be disappointed in this at all. Um, you know, it's 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 just like a different, you know, think of it like a, a different comic run by a different writer, right? Like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's familiar characters, um, and but like in different types of relationships, like Black, for instance, Black Widow and, and Bruce Banner do not have a relationship in this. Like, a lot of people think... Thank that, God. Yeah, it, a lot of people think that that's, like, canon, uh, like, across the board. It's not. It's not. Really not. Yeah. That is just an MCU Sun's thing. getting low. No, <laughs> not. Um, so, like, that is not a thing that happens here. Um, so, just, like, keep that in mind. But I do think that if you're a casual... I think even if you're a casual fan of Marvel, if you don't follow every little Marvel thing, I, you're, you'll be happy here. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's not much that will will disappoint you. They even have like a neat little, you know, what Mar- what MCU films do, which is put the little teasers, mid credits or post credits. They they do that here too. So um, yeah, it sets up the future. I think pretty nicely. All right, 
And then next question, with you actually finishing the game, is a post-game, like, established? Or is it still, are they pulling a, 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 a I was say Warframe, are they pulling a Anthem and sort of, like, giving you that post-credits and saying, well, we'll see what the DLC comes out and that'll be the rest of the story? It's a really good question. Um, From the... From the mid-credit sequence, there's not a post-credits, it's just a mid-credits. Um, but from that tease, you get two separate teases. Um, you it feels more like a new game rather than like the post-game is more like oh, you know, it's without saying too much, it's like, okay, help continue building up such and such. Like it's sort mm. of that type of thing. It's not like oh, there's this new threat. Like, there isn't really at the end of this. Um, and they kind of tie everything up with both, which makes me interested when they do bring in new people, like what the primary conflict is going to be because most of that stuff gets resolved by the end. I mean, it's it's very clear, like at the, like at the very end, how they can sort of stretch this for as long as possible, but it doesn't feel like, they need to it feels like the the story threads that they leave dangling at the end which there aren't a lot there's like maybe two um like the it can be resolved in another game entirely i don't know i just i i want to go into this like hoping that i'm gonna see them try and build a world yeah but then at the same time i know how i could be disappointed where they won't do that. They'll sort of like, but you said they 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 establish other heroes. Yes. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they do. Literally named. I'm happy. Several. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. And I think that's where the um the iconic missions will come into play. If every like new character gets their own set of missions, like the original six do, right? That'll probably fill that story content gap. Right. That's a good point. That's a definitely a good point. Um, like for example, and this isn't a spoiler, this happens in like the first five minutes of the game, but like they reference, you know, Wakanda and Shuri literally is on like uh not her person, but like they she's referenced in one of the like background um monitors or whatever when they're talking about like, oh, how is Cap Shield made? Um, and they talk about how she like helps build it and things like that. So you mm-hmm. could, you know, they could go to Wakanda theoretically, drop like Black Panther or Shuri or whatever, and like have a whole story set there because the the war table is like the place where you select your missions. Like in the mm-hmm. in the the helicarrier that you're in, you you literally go to this table that that has like everything displayed and it's a globe. So I could see you, the player, scrolling through the globe, going to Africa, selecting Wakanda, and like, oh, okay, there's the iconic mission for Black Panther. Uh, the iconic missions being, um, by the way, like specific story missions related to one particular hero. So, yeah, that, that's how I think they'll they'll probably do it. That's a good point, James. Yeah, I just thought about that because I think about um, like the big arcs, like a Secret Wars or um the incursions arcs or whatever they'll do the main story in comic books and then a couple months down the line you'll get the what was so-and-so doing during this time right and like the one shots yeah and that's probably what these missions could be for this game yeah the one shot comics basically definitely definitely huh i mean so i think once they iron all the bugs which they are currently working on. And I will say that because this is like patch six since the game dropped and it's been a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're furiously trying to fix this game. So if you haven't picked it up yet, maybe just wait for the next gen version. It should be patched up by then. Yeah. Um, 
But if you really want to get in now, combat's fun. Story's interesting, but I just don't know about the long game yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you pick this up for 10, 12 hours, have a good time with the single player, and I guess it's a, your mileage may vary on the post-game stuff. But I, I, you do bring up a good point, too, with, with kind of wait. If you choose to wait on it, that also might not be a bad idea. The game runs really bad uh, on, P- on base PS4 if a lot of things are happening on the screen. So, like, mm. it, it actually, it's the second game this generation that made me kind of wish I was playing it on another console. Uh, like a next generation console the first being control uh this game dips on the last mission this happened kind of like a few times throughout the campaign not like a lot not egregiously but um, especially during the last mission it dropped to like 10 15 frames per second um oh god steadily so so we got a question in the chat okay um is it worth the price tag uh especially this this generation oh man (laughs) uh <laughs> do you want to take that one james for right now <laughs> okay so given what we know about consoles right now and we'll get to that later um and just given the time frame i would say no i would say you are better off saving that extra money waiting for the next gen version waiting for the bugs to get patched and then pick it up because there's no reason to really sour your experience with a half-baked product at this point um if you are a diehard marvel fan and you just want that that superhero fix then yeah by all means but i really feel like most people could wait on this yeah i think your expectations matter too if you're cool with a 10 to 12 hour campaign that's all you want out of it you know that going in i could see a scenario where someone could could buy it and be satisfied but if you're expecting to like like James just said, I mean, you know, get a whole complete finished, well, finished is in, in terms of like performance and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, then I, I would agree with you. Like, don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's worth that. By Black Friday, I'm sure this will be discounted uh, pretty heavily. I, I would imagine 30, 40 bucks probably. Um, and at that point, I'd pick it up. Yeah. Especially because oh, yeah. you get the next gen upgrade for free. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I spent the money on it. But like, if someone can buy this or like one other game for the rest of the year, I'd be like, eh, "Wait, buy Tony Hawk." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, buy Tony Hawk instead. <laughs> buy Tony Hawk instead. That's the that's what you got to get out of this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That was crazy. I, like, I even heard that um, like PlayStation's not even gonna get Spider Man like anytime soon. Like, that's gonna be something like way down the line. It's probably gonna launch with the um Spider Man too. I don't know why I kept hearing March. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I heard March. But really? That's what I heard. I don't know where that came from, but I remember reading it somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's relatively soon. Yeah. But, yeah, that's about it for Marvel's Avengers. I'm sure we may come back to this next week as well, spend some more time on it. But I get so much time yeah, on multiplayer. Hopefully, hopefully by then my copy will come in, be able to play a little bit of it. And then, I don't know, hearing that it's like 10, 10 to 20 hours, um, that sounds good. It sounds like something that I'll be able to sort of just jump into here and there throughout the week. Yeah, I think it's closer to like ten. I, you should be I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly playing this for the story. Like I, I've heard good things about the story, so I'm excited that the story is good. Um, the gameplay actually, like I, I enjoyed the gameplay yeah. when I played the beta. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going into this like hearing everything that you guys are saying. So I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate it, 
but at the same time, like it'll, it'll keep my attention. Yes, because honestly, I don't think there's anything coming out anytime soon that I'll really be like focusing on. Everything's been delayed. I don't think so either. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much that's all we've been playing. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into our uh, our news for the week. Uh, simple. I mean, it's been like like we said at the beginning of the show. It's been a uh, short week, but we have some heavy hitters. Yeah. So yes, let's talk about uh, Sony's corporate report. So that's like the consumer report uh, for 2020. Uh, basically, uh, they're aiming to achieve robust revenue growth by accelerating uh, the purchase cycle that established the PlayStation platform. So I guess from from it sounds like it sounds like they're going to focus on what they do, yep. which is first party. But then the biggest thing that you could take out of this is that um, this is from them that they're going to expand their first party titles to the PC platform in order to promote further growth. In their profitability. Yep, there it is. Yes, that's huge. That's you know they've been testing this out over the past couple months. You know we got Death Stranding on PC. We got Horizon. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, need granted, some work. Need some work, and <laughs> uh, it's, it's not running the best. But it's it's still it's still good seeing that they want to put first party on PC. We got Persona like Golden. Yeah, I just thought about that. That's wild. Yep, you know, uh, shout out to Subject Team. She she just said that Bloodborne PC may be a thing, which that's been like Absolutely. heavily teased yeah. for forever now. Bloodborne. So yeah, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm gonna buy a new PC for that. I'll buy a, a shit. I don't care. Uh, that or or buy a new game laptop. I will find a way to play that thing on PC. I need it at 60 frames per second. Do you hear me? Un- 120, bro. Oh, you're right. on PC now. You're right. Uncapped. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, with them talking about that, besides, you know, I guess you, you sort of said it already with uh, Bloodborne, but like, what what would we want to see on PC? God of War, yeah. Spider Man, everything, um, everything, <laughs> yeah, like literally everything yeah. they have. Um, and don't forget, MLB the Show is coming too. Uh, so that, that and that's coming to multiple, not just PC, but like everything, um, which is pretty awesome. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, it's coming to Switch and Xbox. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Switch. I know it's Xbox for sure and PC. Wait, wait, wait. MLB the show? Yeah, MLB the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed that. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do like this cross-platform revenue. That's what I'm saying. Like they, So I, th- I feel like Sony is looking at what Microsoft is doing, saying, hey, how can we... You know, and I don't think it's just them looking at Microsoft. I, you know, they, they obviously want to expand their audience in a... In a um, realistic fashion and and doing that on pc is the perfect way to do it you know um Mm -hmm. you 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 cater to a growing audience pc gaming is is growing um and and that's that's great to see um yeah i i think honestly they should bring over everything i I think that's the answer to your question chris yeah Yeah, because i mean this day and age like why not make the extra money like what's what's wrong with them wait what benefits to you to keep it locked away on one box, because I, I, mean, I feel like I know they want like the like the whole exclusive. Like you know, if you want to play this thing, you got to get our system. But at the same time, why not like open? Why not open it up to PC? Because to tell you the truth, and like this is this this also goes out to um, you know later on in the episode we're going to talk about uh, Xbox. 
Um, a lot of people are like, whenever you talk about next gen, they're like, oh, why don't you just build a PC? Exactly. PC? Yeah. Listen, listen, they like, not, I, I, not only for me, but for a lot of people, maybe I just want to play with my friends on a console. Maybe I just want a designated gaming uh, uh, thing where like, if I want to play a game, want to do this, that, and the third, like it's just set for that. I understand that, you know, oh, PC, like the fidelity is going to be better. Like this, that, and the third, you can do more on it. Uh, it's more customization, yada, yada, yada. That sounds cool, but what if I just want to go home? I just want to turn on a system, turn on my PlayStation, and I just want to play with the, play with the boys. Play with the boys, play with the girls, play with thems. I want to play with everybody. <laughs> what if I just want to do that? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely interested in all the people who say, oh, man, all you need is a PlayStation 5 and a PC and a Switch, and you're, you're set. I wonder how many people will still go out and buy a box if all of the Sony first party comes to PC uh, at that point. I wonder if that narrative shifts at all for anybody. Um, that would be de- definitely interesting to watch. Because, I mean, at that point, yeah, you would just need a PC and a Switch in theory, right? In theory. Listen, I, I, this is, you already know my hot take on this one. Gaming is going to be a service. It's going to be... We'll look at... You know, we're going to talk about this later with Xbox. like. Just the, the games, like not games as a service as like what we're talking about with like Avengers, but like Game Pass, EA mm-hmm. Access, um, whatever the hell the Ubisoft one is called. You like, play, you play, yeah. Like it's this is the future. We're so, here, baby. You know, play. I think PlayStation has to sort of get on the get on the ball with that one. Granted, they have their PlayStation now, which still needs some work. Uh, they're they're just lagging behind. I I was saying the services space they're they're lagging, um, for sure. Like I mean, they're marketplace yeah. leaders, so like we can't literally say they're lagging. But mm-hmm. but I, I understand. But nobody you. talks about PlayStation now. That is true. The way they talk about Game Pass. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about the service right now. Okay. Like they, it's it's yeah. I mean, Sony. They're like you said, they're number one right now. They're do they're doing their thing, but I feel like they're doing their they they're doing their thing because xbox dropped the ball so hard oh absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was i feel like it 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 was the right place right time yeah. taking advantage of like seeing like microsoft you know fumble the bag and they're like all right let's not do everything that they're doing mm-hmm. and let's just let's just focus on games so i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh discount what they did right. this past generation like they they did what they did what was needed they needed to focus on games they needed to focus on like like what people wanted out of a system which was like these 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 exclusives like these these games that like these system sellers you know last of us god of war uh uh bloodborne uh a lot of these games that people will buy a system for just because of the hype like that's what they did they focused on that so that's good but there's still so much that if they really want to say they're number one, if they really want to say that they're the best, there's so much. There's so much more they can work on. Yeah, like what? I mean, at, like just in the future, like uh, just like I said, game uh, Game Pass having some having upgrading PlayStation now to a Game Pass like service. Mm-hmm. That's one comboing it with PlayStation Plus. That's another thing. Um, you know, shout out to them for still believing in VR. Because I'm a huge right. VR advocate. Mm-hmm. VR is another thing that, like, I feel like is the future of gaming as well. 
Um, so I mean, they're they're doing okay in that, but like at the same time, like let's let's also see like the upgraded PlayStation VR. Like, don't don't sort of lag behind on that either. I feel like it's all coming. I think once we get the information about the console first, and then we'll we'll worry about the VR stuff next. But I think if they really want to take back that market share or take over the market share, they got to come with that one-two punch about a new Games Pass type of thing. Whatever that PlayStation Now upgrade is, that would be huge when they launch the uh, new console. See, and then at that point, I wonder if they're going to um, do a partnership with like Ubisoft. And partner like get all the UPlay games on PlayStation now. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that'd be a good library. Yeah, I, I would just like to see them be a little bit more liberal with their first party entries. But I mean that this news story is is kind of that. Like it's it's them acknowledging that they that they may be willing to branch out in that respect and and give us their titles on uh, on the PC platform. Like that's I, I think that this is maybe a step uh, towards something else and we, and we and we all knew like we all covered that like the death stranding that the horizon like we all kind of said like they're dipping their toe and even with the show which was i want to say the first announcement of their, the first yeah. yeah um that was that was last year that was last year yeah oh my god last year mm-hmm. um yeah like and seeing that we were like okay well clearly they're dipping their toe in something here they want to maybe test the waters and see what's what's going on and and maybe that does evolve into <clears throat> some sort of uh, <clears throat> evolved PS now or, or something like that. Like, I think they have to come up with some equivalent to game pass. It's too strong right now. Yeah. And like, that's, that's the, that's the thing that like has me on Microsoft side right now, that they're, they've been, they've been trying their best to try and win people back. And like, yeah. Keep it going. Keep it going, yeah. Microsoft. When you, Phil Spencer, y'all, y'all are doing I mean, it. When you fumble that hard, like I, I didn't know what you could really do. I mean, they spent a whole generation, seven years, like playing from behind, like like far, far behind. And, you know, uh, and I would even say starting the gen down in the hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, and so the working, it's funny, working retail, seeing people jump ship and like seeing them jump ship like like during the generation two like seeing people like were like hardcore xbox fanboys come over the playstation like that's all they talk about yeah yeah absolutely yeah i i think this is it's definitely marks like a turning point for them um so yeah i'm excited to see what happens with this pc thing like i want to see what else they do with it i want to see some announcements i'll see some games so, all right so subject in the chat, she says that uh, to be fair, PC gaming is not big in Japan. Uh, so they have to face that side with Sony HQ in Japan. That's true. That's, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But also, like, it's got it's been getting bigger in Japan. Like, it's not as big as it he- is here in the, the States. But but Japanese uh, developers, um, and I don't know about, like, maybe the, the, the players in Japan specifically, but Japanese developers and publishers have seen more and more uh, increase of interest and, and their titles selling a lot more on PC. You look at Atlas, you look at Sega, um, you look at all these different publishers doing that. And... And, and dropping these games on uh, these Japanese games on the service, uh, like on PC for a Western audience, like they're capturing that and they're making the money. So I, I think that they're starting to realize that they don't need to just cater to the Japanese market. That that's something I think that is a new form of thought in the last 
uh, five years or so. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I feel like just the world's becoming more receptive to each other now. So they're, they realize that they have the opportunity to really put their ideas in front of people and they'll be seen and they'll be appreciated. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of times you get like those huge releases that they'd work really hard on and people are like, I don't understand this. I don't like this. And they just thought it meant that it was a bad game. Or we just didn't want any more of it. But now this opportunity, this is good. This is great for everybody, honestly. It really is, yeah. Like, nobody loses. <laughs> Except for us and our money. <laughs> our wallet. Right. Our, wallet. our, wallets are, our wallets are in tears right now. Poor guys. All right, so um, to wrap up the new section, let's talk about, uh, this This is, quote, unquote, a rumor. But, you know, a lot of these, like, this source is coming from a, a reputable source. Yep. Uh, the Quest, Quest 1, regular Quest, uh, Oculus Quest has been discontinued, uh, so you can't really find uh, can't find it in the stores. Like if it's sold out, it's sold out at this point, and like people haven't seen you know uh, like new shipments of it. So uh, the the word is that we're gonna see a Quest Two reveal and release on September sixteenth. Yeah, and that's gonna be at a really really cheap. Um, two hundred fifty dollars and three hundred dollars price. Point, yeah, yeah, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the event is going to be like the Facebook Connect event. Um, the next week at this point, and I that price sounds too good to be true. But after this week, I guess anything's possible. Uh, yeah, buddy. So <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Know what I think it is. I think they're able to lower that price point so much because um. Like fundamentally, the headset is like it's changed. Like they changed a lot of parts. Um, mm. Looks like they're I'm not saying that they're using cheaper parts, but they're using parts that are like you know, just, you know, less expensive. And you know that they, I, I honestly feel like there's this quest that's coming out, but I feel like there's also an, like a, a beefier version that's like looming <laughs> in the shadows. Mm. Right yeah. I could believe that, and I would hope so because the wireless is so good. I, I don't want to use anything more. Like I don't want to use anything with a wire, but I also want the games to be, you know, more beefier. I guess. Like I want that mm-hmm. Medal of Honor VR game. Damn it! Like I want that, but I can't get that on the Quest. Um, you know, the Snapdragon can only do so much. So, which I mean, I I think from what I've seen. Um, like I know there's like an upgrade on like the uh the screens that they use uh, mm, for the right the eyes, but like I haven't really seen too much about the GPU. The GPU, right, right. That's kind of what I want to know. And I don't think this rumor had any information on that, uh, unfortunately. So I'm hoping that whenever they this does get revealed, hopefully next week, uh, we do hear some more about that. That and we sort of talked about it a little bit pre-show, but what are you guys feeling about picking this up? Are you guys interested? Not interested? Like, what has to happen um, to get you guys on board for this? Because right now, I'm I'm not. I don't know if I'm super interested myself right now. Yeah, I'm. Yes. I'm good at where I'm at right now. Same, um, especially if there isn't that big of a jump with the uh, GPU. Right. Like, I yeah, I'm honestly fine. Yeah. Now it depends. It also depends on. I mean, but at the same time, like I was thinking maybe if the controllers were upgraded, maybe. But then at the same time, I'm also hearing that if they do a new controller, that's going to be you, sh- you should be able to buy them 
and have it work on your quest. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So, so honestly, I just I if I'm going to bite down on another headset, it's it's gonna have to be more powerful. Yeah, but I don't even see that happening anytime soon. At least for me, as far as buying a new one, I do like the idea of better controllers. Like, um, I like the Steam Knuckles. I've seen those, and those look really cool. And I feel like that would work really well with their hand tracking capabilities as well. Being able to just kind of like have them freely, but to still have a controller when you want it. That's really dope. Like that's that's the thing that's sort of like I'm playing I'm playing like here and there I'm playing um what do you call it? Uh Half-Life Alex. Like whenever I have like extra time, like if I have like a good amount of time and I'm like I actively think about it, like I'll sit down, I'll play a little bit of that, but like you could tell that the like the game is meant for you to play with more controller. So uh so like I, you know, James, I know we talked about it before, but you know, you said you're waiting until you actually have like the right headset to play that game. Mm-hmm. That's that's I mean, that's a smart move. I feel like I'm not saying that I'm like half playing the game, but like I I would want that true experience. Yeah, I just feel like when a, when Valve puts together something like this, you know is you you want the whole thing. Because they're really known for pushing what the uh, technology can do at the time. And I don't want to like, I don't want to cheapen that. So eventually. Uh, So yeah, so like you said, September 16th, that's the date that we should be seeing some stuff. Hopefully we get more information. Hopefully. uh, And even if, even if it's like everything we said, even if it's just like that, it's a side grade. It's like the, it's like the quest slim or whatever. Uh, If you, if you haven't, picked up a virtual reality headset uh especially at this price point like please like look into it yeah like it's yeah it's gonna like, be a wave i yeah um i will always push vr like I, whenever i i have like hangouts with friends or whatever um i'm like yo you want me to bring the bring the quest have that have you know let people play that and like it's, it's a people like it yeah uh it's a good machine minus the facebook part <laughs> there yeah. it is that's the whole thing. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up. We got some big news to talk about. Oh some big stuff. God. Some big stuff dropped this week at the beginning of this week. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Xbox Series X. Wow. What happened, Chris? What happened with the Xbox? Oh man. That I, you know, so I remember it now. Like it being the wee hours of the morning <laughs> and seeing my notifications <laughs> blow up. Holy shit. This is hilarious. So uh windows central uh they i guess got like they 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 got the details they got like the the permanent details they got the real stuff and they're like hey we're just gonna drop the information yeah it was was brad sam's first i think i don't think is he a part of windows i don't know if he is actually um but he he dropped like the bomb first Mm -hmm. and it, it but it wasn't like details yet. The Windows Central thing had like all of like the the real leak. We just got an image and a price first, and that was enough to make the internet just go ballistic. That's yeah. all we wanted. Yes, I'm sorry, exactly. <laughs> so where, where do you, where where do we where do we start with this? Oh so God, yes. the Xbox Series S. Um, so we we've known about this for a while. We know that it was going to be a smaller system. It's going to be like the less powerful system. And all that, all that was true. So the, I guess the the biggest thing that you could take out of this it was is the price. Yeah, let's start with the price. yeah. We got a date and a um, price. These are the two things we we really needed or really wanted. Yeah. So we have uh, 
you know, the $300 price point, $299. Beautiful. Oh, um, okay. Can we just like marinate on that for a moment? Three, okay. $300 for the f- specs that are in this thing. Like, I, I don't, I did not think it was going to be $300. Like, we knew the SKU existed, but I was thinking, like, you know, 400 mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not surprised because I, I figured that whatever this was going to be was going to replace the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. I, I look at these specs and I'm just like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you sell this at $300 and you don't take a gigantic loss, which I mean, we all know consoles take losses. Like you don't make a profit off of a console, um, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's almost unfathomable. Like I get what you're saying about like replacing the one X, like in theory, that makes sense. Um, but damn, I just can't believe like they're really offering a next generation experience for like $300. Now it's going to be scaled down, obviously, from like what a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X can do. But mm-hmm. but I mean, that that's entry level price. That's, that's the price of a Switch. Yeah. Yo. Damn. Damn. Like, I didn't think about it like what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess the only case you can make for that is you get portability out of a Switch. Right, right. Certainly, certainly. Yeah, and I don't even mean to say that like, you know, oh, the Series S is like better than a Switch. Just in, like if you walk into a store. But I mean, isn't it though? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, computationally, absolutely. Yes. I mean, okay. Uh, I'm thinking about like an, as an overall package even. I mean... I don't, we don't really know about the games yet. <laughs> we don't really know what like we can actually play on it. But mm-hmm. besides like old Xbox games, which is not like nothing to sneeze at. I don't want to like down. I don't want to downplay the backwards compatibility stuff. But like, right. but in terms of what can we play immediately? Like, I shit. I don't know. Um, okay, but, yeah. I hear you what you're saying, but let's think about it like this. Sure. What has the Switch been recently? But just the portable library of all of the old games oh. we've played this already yeah i was about about to say it's been a paperweight for me i've I've been playing my switch i've been playing my switch um but what have you been playing i've been playing mostly indie games nothing nintendo first party because it's been slow on that regard for sure Mm -hmm. it's been very slow lately Uh, but i mean you buy a nintendo system to play first party games like specifically their stuff right true um but yeah I, i i hear what you're saying though like right now um i mean any way you slice it like this is a this is a huge deal, like like a literally a, a value that you're getting, mm-hmm. right? Um, like this is one of the easiest cases to make for a holiday purchase. Oh yeah, for sure. Like a kid's gonna walk into mom like somewhere three hundred this time. <laughs> yeah, this time, yeah. I'll be good. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were slick about it too, and they were like, "You could just get it for twenty five dollars a month for the next two years, and you ain't gotta think about yeah. it." So yeah, they brought that back. Uh, they brought back that program. Uh, this is a program that they did in the past with um, when the Xbox One first released. Um, and I remember because um, working retail, like it was, it was a different skew. And like, I remember you had to put like a certain amount down to get the system. Mm-hmm. And then like the, the way you set up everything, like the your system is essentially like locked to your account. So let's say you like you decide to sell your box and you stop your payments. Well, that box is essentially a brick at that point. Hmm. 
I didn't know that. It's, it's a good yeah. uh, fail safe. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, but at the same, at, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. At, at the same, I was gonna say, but at the same time, like, uh, let's talk. About, let's sort of move into uh, the installment plan. Um, if you look, if you do the math, doing the installment plans, doing the installment plans is actually coming out cheaper. Yeah, so you're getting like what also for 300, game yeah. pass for like 15, right? Like you're gonna, and, and, I'm, and I'm talking about for, for both the S and the X. Mm. You're looking at overall, like the time that you have a system, but then also paying $15 per month, yeah, for uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Like, if you do this installment plan, you're, you're coming up. I, I don't, I just don't understand how someone can look at this and say, like, it's, it's not a good value. Like, like I get why, people, like, you know, I'm not saying someone can look at it and no. want, not want it, but like, so, so no, the, like, you know, this, this installment plan sort of goes back to sort of what you said earlier about the whole pricing structure of the system, mm-hmm. like how, you know, yeah, the system is cheap and, you know, we, you know, we all know that console makers, they they're not making money off the consoles, but if you get people to do this installment plan where like they're paying for the um, Xbox Live, uh, the Game Pass, the mm-hmm. Game Pass Ultimate. Like, they're, they're, you're, you're now, like, sort of paying Xbox for this the service that you may not have paid for before. So let's say if you're, if you're that person that's like, oh, I don't really play online, but, you know, I'll, I'll buy games, like, physically. Yeah. If you go this route, now you're, like, paying for the Game Pass. I mean, yeah, you can still... Uh, you know, pay for you know your physical games and everything. You still have the ability to do that, mm-hmm. but now like Xbox is getting that cut. Yeah, and I mean that is not going to be applicable for Series S because that's that's a discless, uh, you know, console. So like, there you're going to be incentivized, I'm sure, to 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 purchase Game Pass and play your things digitally, which you know we'll have to also wait and kind of see on one caveat I do have. So I think this is like, just want to say out front, this is an amazing value. Like this thing is just, I don't believe that. I still don't believe that it exists. It feels like a dream that this is like a re like this is actually coming out in, in, in a thing. Um, big caveat though, that I do have is that I want to see what the, what the proprietary hard drive is going to be like, because it only is going to come with 500 gigs, right? Yeah, that's um, the and that's like one Call of Duty game, basically. Yeah, you're just playing Warzone at that. Point. You're just playing Warzone at that point. So, like, I I want to know how much, like, what they're offering and for how much. Apparently, there's only one uh, manufacturer that's authorized to make these things through Microsoft. So that is worrying to some degree because at that point they could charge a premium and get away with it. Um, so if it's it's going to be like 200 bucks cuz then you're not really saving much if you have to go buy that like immediately after this. Like I I theoretically I would want to do that. I would want to buy that and I would want to buy Game Pass. Like those are the things that I would want, you know, if and when I get this thing. So cuz right now like that's I'm looking at this right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with not having the native 4K. Do we talk about specs yet specifically? Like do we talk about the all the advantages that this thing Not has? really. Um so like it's going to be it's going to scale up to 1440 p um so like a upscaled 4k but native 1080p which is mm-hmm. pretty solid like that's, that's well, I, fine. I thought it was i thought it renders at 1440 upscales to 4k 
Like it's native 1440. Oh, is it native 1440? I I don't know. Yeah. I, I would... yeah, it's native 1440 okay. that scales up to 4K. Oh, that's even better. That's that's even better. Um, damn, what three hundred dollars? What the fuck? Three hundred dollars. What? So, yeah, like I, I, it's and this is a this is a great option for people who are budget conscious, for people who have like only a 1080p t- uh, TV cannot take advantage of the full 4K. What's that? A lot of people still don't have a lot. Of, a lot of people still don't have 4K TVs. Absolutely, yeah. 4K adoption is not high right now for TVs. Um, you know, I have a 4K TV and like it's a 65 inch, but there's not a lot of content. Like when you look at it, it's like Netflix and a few, some things on Amazon, and that's kind of. I mean, you have like a few. You have a smattering of of options, but not that much. Like a few YouTube things here and there, but your your options are limited, and a lot of people are not adopting 4K, just like you said. Um, and it's going to primarily be like gaming. That's where I get the most out of my TV. And, and I don't even have a, a, a console to take advantage of it, really. I can just upscale it. So, um, yeah, uh, like I'm looking forward to that aspect of it for sure. Um, the, 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 I mean, what, are, do, are you guys satisfied with that aspect, like the tech behind it as well? Honestly, so, the for the Series S, yeah, I I feel like this is perfect for like you said the person that wants to jump into it, wants to jump into the whole next gen hype, um, the person that doesn't have the 4K TV, um, and like you know I think what is this uh this is I think it's four teraflops, but at the same time it's not the the from what I've from what I've heard um from like I think uh was it uh digital digital foundry. Yeah, Digital Foundry is that it's not a like one to one like oh this four teraflops is different from like exactly uh, last gen's teraflops. No, this is like an upgraded yep. four teraflops. Exactly. So it's gonna it's gonna run more efficiently. It's gonna run better. Yeah. Um, the tech nowadays is just getting so good that for someone that's just like it's gonna be casual. That's yep. not really gonna be. Uh, it's not really gonna care. They just want to play their game. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is going to be for that person that is playing just their Fortnite, playing just Warzone, playing a lot of like battle royales, free to play sports games. Like, I I like what they're doing here. I like that. Like for three hundred dollars, you could still be part of the conversation. Right, right. It's important to know too that um the, the to your point about the teraflops, a lot of people I see a lot of misinformation with people saying like, oh, it's the same teraflops as the PS Pro, uh, PS4 Pro. Like that means that it's not gonna, it's not truly next gen. Pretty much, Chris, you nailed it already. It's completely different architecture uh, from last gen. It's going to be current gen, and also the Ryzen uh, CPU is mm-hmm. next gen uh, architecture is going to be based off of. So like. It's not Jaguar is uh, is what the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four was off of. This is so much more powerful than that. It's not even funny. So like you are getting like a next gen experience. You're not getting some like super pared down thing. Now you will be getting some like less effects on certain in certain ways. But what they're doing is is in how they're building these games. You know, according to developers, is they are building for optimizing for Series X and PS Five. And then scaling it down to fit the S, the, X, uh, the Xbox Series S. God damn it, these names. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're- so, oh, something that like was just on the screen. I also wanted to like shout out, which I think is like amazing. Yeah. is the quick quick resume. Yeah, is oh no, two things. Let's go back a little bit further. Okay. Um, in this trailer for the Series X that they dropped, the the difference between 
the Xbox One S and the Xbox Series X in load times is fucking ridiculous. Crazy. That's scary, man. It's crazy. And I I specifically remember playing Outer Worlds and I was like, yo, like these load times are ass. Like what the hell is going on? 53 seconds for the regular Xbox S, 12 seconds for the Series S. So that's that's amazing in itself. Fast load times. But then also with quick zoom, you if you if you have ADHD like I do, and sometimes you just have those nights, you have no idea what the fuck you want to play. You're jumping in between games. Like I've got I've get I get messages from people where they're like, Hey yo, Chris, I see you're playing um I see I see you're playing a such and such game. Let's let's play. But then they realize, oh no, wait, now I'm playing Minecraft. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. I see you're on another game. And by then, like, I'm already like on Battlefield, or I'm like already like I'm I'm on different games, like back to back. So to have quick zoom where like I can start directly like where I left off for all those games. Hey, people that are like, yo, just get a PC. Can your fucking PC do that? Huh? Huh? Can it? No. Can it do that? Nah, I didn't think so. You gotta be so mean about it though. I'm just tired of hearing the PC argument. Yeah. It's a I good really argument. What's a good argument? What if I just want to play on a console? What's wrong with pl- just playing on a console? Hey man. Why do man. I have to be why do I have to play on a PC? Nothing's wrong with that, Chris. You know? Gaming is for everybody. I, if you want to have your box with your homies, have your box with your homies. And and, and that's what it falls down to. I think it's it's so it's so much of like a like it's so much of like a snooty thing yeah. of like, oh, I'm on a PC. Oh, I'm, I'm playing 4K. Like, I get it. Like consoles, consoles will, uh, it's, it's a, it's a timestamp. Like yeah, at exactly. some point, mm-hmm. at some point, like the, like these consoles, they're going to be outdated. I get it. Yeah. Like that's going to happen. But at the same time, so like, is your PC. I it, exactly like who's, who's drop, who's dropping five to 700 to a thousand dollars every year every other year on the graphics card not everyone's doing that like your your regular gamer is not doing that yeah so right. yeah it, it's a preference some people have you know like i i love my steam account i play on pc a bit. i haven't lately but like you know i just mm-hmm. i literally just bought the master chief collection like on my pc uh, you know last week um and so i i have no qualms for pc gaming but yeah i, I really like playing on consoles a lot of my friends most of my friends are going to be on consoles so like i spend mm-hmm. a lot of time there um so i mean this uh, but me having a pc that's capable of running like some games not everything but some games like doesn't really deter me from from desiring like an xbox at all like i i think honestly the series s is an argument to why it's okay to probably pick one up and then like maybe get a pc down the line because there's a lot of stuff on game pass that i'm interested in that drops Mm -hmm. day one that i want to take advantage of like on a console i want to sit down on like with a controller and i know yes i know big picture mode i know you could do this technically with a pc but like you know it's just something about that with a box a physical box that's 300 dollars that i can i can do um right like that um and and it's it's really 300 300 plus game pass like immediately from the box, you're jumping straight into this stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. How hundred how, games? How is, that a, how is that a ne- how is that a negative? Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get the the argument of oh, just get just get a PC. No, like the value that you have just paying three hundred dollars and having access to not only all of like these uh, you know Xbox um, Game Pass games, 
But now we're also getting EA games, which also comes with their whole back library. Yeah, games. EA Play is Games Pass. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, and then also Games Pass Ultimate comes with Xbox Live Ultimate, which means every month you're getting backwards compatible games. You're getting your Xbox games. Uh, you're getting your 360 games, and you're getting your Xbox One games. And you're getting the ones you get games with gold. Exactly. Well, that's that's what I mean. Like oh, games yeah. of gold. Like you're you're getting all of that. You're getting a lot of value. Yeah. Straight out of the gate, three hundred dollars plus your your um your uh, game pass. Yeah. It, it's it's really it's difficult for me to to look at some like hear someone say that it does not provide value and like when you list off all of that, it's like hey, this is a lot of value. You may you may not be into it, but like this is a lot that somebody's getting. You know, for mm-hmm. for what's not a ton of money up front. You know, uh, it's hard to beat that right now. I, I think there. I think the bottom line for all of this is like Microsoft is is moving in a in a really good direction, and I feel like a broken record because I feel like we've said that a ton of times, and this is the manifestation of of all of that, like all the work that they had to do to like get out of it. And Phil Spencer, I know he's not the, like the sole reason why, but like you know he's been the face of it. He's been out there talking about it, messaging, getting people to understand that like Microsoft, the Xbox line is going to be about services now, services, 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 and that's fine, and that's going to be a whole separate you know fee into itself and i guess you could have an argument about whether or not that'll be worth it in the long run but i think right now up front like i think that this is compared to everything else we have on the market right now this is this is really hard to be like this is a really hard combination to resist um and and it i really is. and i could see like if you if you really love and and this is anecdotal total anecdotal evidence but i you know i've talked to a few people already i've seen some chatter online for people who want to use like you know the S is like a second console. Like maybe they're going to get a PS5 and maybe they don't have a P- gaming PC and they are interested in getting an Xbox, but maybe not like the X. That might be too much for them. They don't want to get the PS5 and the X. So the S is a nice compromise. Um, and people who, I, one of my cousins is uh, a, a big Sony PlayStation, like die hard, like all the way. That's all she plays on. And, she was like, this is the first time I might actually get an Xbox, which shocked me. Honestly, that shocked me because mm. uh, she was like, you know, that that $300 price is just nothing to sneeze at. Plus, I was, you know, telling her about Game Pass and all this other stuff. She's like, wow, you get all these games for like 15 a month. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's been ha- like that for a while. Uh, so it, it's they're providing a ton of insane value right now. And I, I'm just happy to at, see it. I was at work the other day and like a, um, a parent was like, a kid, it was a kid and a parent, and the kid was like, "All right, next we gotta go to GameStop because I need to get some Xbox Live uh, Gold." And I was like, "Hey, yo, wait, hold on, relax, hold on. <laughs> Have you heard about Game Pass?" You're like, "Game Pass, I've heard about that here and there. What is it?" And I was like, "Oh boy, let me tell you. Not only are you getting your Xbox Live Gold, but hear me out. Any, any major first party, and this is like those sixty dollar like the holiday games that that you're gonna be." You know, uh, they, they're gonna be bothered about it. your kids gonna want this game. It comes with the membership. That's Christmas, right then and there. You solved mm-hmm. Christmas. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Now you can buy them clothes and they won't complain because they already got the games. Boom. So yeah, I don't. I know I don't work at GameStop anymore. It, it, it like it's I I have to, when I see a good value, I could be at the line in Walmart. I could be 
in a line at a roller coaster. I could be in a public restroom. <laughs> but if I have the chance <laughs> to save some people some money and to and to talk about the value of Game Pass, mm-hmm. I will do that. Huh. Okay. That's dedication and, and, right there. And, 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 and granted, we are not sponsored by Microsoft whatsoever. I just love the service so much. Yeah, no, we're absolutely not. Um, really not. We, we've just, we've been talking about this for a while. Like, you know, we, we on the show, we love everything, right? Like we just play games that, that we're games first, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's just the whole thing is that we just love games. We don't really care where it comes from, who makes it or whatever. Like we just love gaming. And so uh, in the industry in general. So I, I, I do like when, when I, when I hear this amount of like adoration, like just kind of lavished on something, I know it's real. Like I know it's a genuine, you know, it's not for some weird ploy or anything. It's just like, Hey, we really, um, we, we applaud good effort when we see it. Like, and, and right now from what I am seeing, and, and there might be a couple reservations that we might see when it actually releases, but right now, like for the price that it's at, there's, there's, it's a great price. Right. And, and here's another thing. Here's another thing that like, I can shout out Microsoft for doing, for not scaring people, for not using buzzwords. When they dropped, you know, hey, you'll be able to pre-order on September 22nd. Anyone, not certain people, mm. not if you get into it, mm. not if you're chosen, mm. just, just pre-order it. It's, pre-order it's on it, Chris. If you want to put it on a payment plan, you could do that too. There's, no, there's is, no like there's no fear like just like there's no like i don't know just join I just, them i just i i can't wait for the day which i know is probably going to be in like two years but when we're getting like these first party um microsoft games we're getting like these you know exclusives which granted won't be exclusives because you also get it on the pc i that's gonna be a day where we're like, all right, where y'all at? Like, all that, all that shit y'all were talking. Where are you? Where, where? Where is it now? So, I don't know. I feel like Microsoft they're they're doing what they can. They're trying their hardest, and we're we're seeing we're seeing that now. We're starting to see we're starting to see the the, the fruits of their labor are starting to you know uh, come out now. Yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah. Well, you they're in a good place. You just raised a very good question, though, and shout out the subject for bringing this up a bit earlier. Is the Xbox Series a day one purchase, given how there are no real big exclusives within the launch window? Since we've lost things like Halo, we're not getting Fable for a while. Maybe Forza? So is the PlayStation a day one buy with what they have available at launch? I mean... It's got Spider-Man, so I'm there. But is that at launch though? I'm pretty sure. They haven't they haven't said they they keep saying holiday, which we don't know what, what that means yet. I would have to mm-hmm. imagine that that could be code for like launch, but they just can't say that yet because Sony themselves have, launch launch window is like I think six months. Officially six months. Yeah. So that could be any time within well, those six months. Well, Spider-Man specifically is holiday. They, they said holiday. holiday. Yeah, yeah, they said that. But things like Ratchet is its launch window officially. Like that's what they've said. And and Horizon. Those games are like they've said, hey, it's coming out launch window. Horizon's launch window? That's what they said, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a lot closer than I'm I pretty sure they though. said that. Now I'm double guessing myself, but I think they said that. 
I might be wrong. Maybe I'm so, wrong. So, 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 so to answer your question, you know, I, I personally feel like neither of these, neither, neither of these consoles have anything that's like day one. Like, right. I have to have it. There's, there's nothing that's like right. getting me for either system. Yeah. Spider Man looks great. I love. I platinumed Spider Man on PS4. That was a lot. That was like the. Mm, I think between that maybe Destiny. Yeah. Only two games I platinumed. Yeah. This generation that I cared enough to platinum. Yeah. I am excited for Spider Man, but that's not going to get me to drop five hundred dollars. What's honestly what's getting me to drop five hundred dollars for these new systems is I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, like, exactly. This is, this is my mm-hmm. thing. Like if I if I wasn't so like into video games. If we didn't have a podcast about video games, I honestly, I I would probably wait. I'd be like everybody else. I'd wait for the bugs to get sorted out. Like I'd I'd be that person. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no. Like I I I love being part of the bleeding edge. I love being part of that conversation. So you know, both of these consoles. Um, I know PlayStation, of course. Once again, that's where my friends are. That's like that's that's where they're at. So PlayStation, that's a given. Xbox right now, Series S has like it's I Series S is making a really good argument right now on whether or not I really want to take that that plunge on essentially almost doubling the price to get the X mm-hmm. or just getting the S. Where for one, I already know I'm gonna be downloading everything because of Game Pass. And two, like honestly, um, you know, with all of like the video production stuff that I'm doing now with all the podcast stuff I'm doing now, um, I'm going to be like investing in like a really beefy PC pretty soon. Uh, of course, once these NVIDIA cards drop that, that's going to be something I'm looking at. So for me to invest that extra bit of money on the Xbox series X, that could easily go into that PC I'm building. So, you know, the, the series S for me makes sense. Because it's not like right as of right now, Xbox isn't my pl- main platform. It isn't as much as 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 much as I talk about Game Pass and everything like that is honestly not my main platform. That's fair. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. once again, if I'm playing something multiplayer, um, for one, yeah. Sony's gonna buy out exclusive stuff. Yeah. So let's be honest. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I mean, and, and, and I mean, the, like the this past generation, like it doesn't surprise me whenever someone says like, you know, Xbox is not my main platform because for the past six, seven years, this whole generation, they really dropped the ball on first party development hard. Like mm-hmm. they just there was not much this generation. They didn't invest in first party studios. Um, you know, we got like a couple turn ten titles, Forza. Um, he got over or Sunset Overdrive. Like at the, at the same time, know what know what got me though. At least, especially in the last maybe like year two, like year or two, was Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. I played, yeah. Outer, I played Outer Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bunch of indie games day one because of Game Pass. Right. So that was like the main reason I had my Xbox. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I feel like most of the games on our list from last year, like our Game of the Year list, were like Game Pass games. Yeah. Yeah, like, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, like everything that you just mentioned is like not something that's first party. That that's just a service that Microsoft had on their system to allow you to like mm-hmm. play other games there. But now that they're cultivating, they're growing first party studios. I think they're going to have a much better bid to maybe get some people to to perhaps make Xbox their main console again. Um, 
you know, like I, I think it's possible. A lot of people will probably shake their head at me and say, oh, my God, Rod, you're you're insane. But I do think that like, you know, Obsidian is no joke. Turn 10 um, yeah. playground like they, these double are fine. double fine. Like these are not like jokes. Like these are some pretty good studios that they're they're raising, you know. Um, and What's get- that one that you're super excited about that? uh the coalition the oh uh yeah the the coalition but we don't know what that game or the initiative the initiative initiative yeah yeah i think the coalition is that gear studio but yeah the the initiative i'm extremely excited to see what they're doing um they're just snapping up developers left and right um right like so that's really exciting and i'm i'm super psyched like microsoft i think out of the the three is definitely the one I'm the most interested in like in watching and keeping my eye on because I think they have the potential to really shift. I think we all know what Sony's going to do, we know what Nintendo is going to do. Um, you know, and and, they, and what they do is great. We love what they do. But Microsoft is kind of coming up now from like <laughs> from the ashes like a phoenix or some shit. And like mm-hmm. they're they're really um they're hungry. Like they're really hungry and they want to, they have something to prove. They have a chip on their shoulder, and I think you play harder when you got that chip. So, so I have a, I have a, I have a rebuttal for sure subject right now. Okay, what's she saying? So she said that she said, um, true rod, but those games are at least one to three years out. Okay, and so <laughs> with and and specifically with like with with rod, like with you, you know, I think that the Series S being three hundred, yeah. And you saying that yeah, like you're looking at getting a PC, but not now. Not right now, yeah. So the the value of getting a three hundred dollar system that could do all of this stuff, and of course the value of Game Pass of not only just getting these games that you're talking about day one, but also all of the other games that's been out. Right. You still have a library of games. Right. Day one to play that if you've been on PlayStation this whole time. You have something to play. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, being on a PS5, for one is not confirmed. I know like the like the 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 more popular PS4 games, those will be backwards compatible. But let, let's say like some of the games that you really played, uh, what if that's not on the list? Right. Or what if you like that what? what if that list is like what if that backwards compatible list is pretty small day one? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no. I think uh, out the gate, you have more to play on the xbox uh yeah yeah i think just in terms of raw numbers that's that's probably true like like at least what i will say with the ps5 launch because because i do plan on getting a playstation 5 as well um so like a physical one of that uh i could say all right spider-man assuming that comes out this year like this calendar year then that's like the game that is the game other than that there's not really much else demon souls we don't know when that's coming yet uh it has not been announced for for launch but other than that, like that's that's kind of it. Like Ratchet looks cool, but that's not till next year or um, early next year. Um, so when I say that I'm interested in the Series S right now, like that's not with the caveat of like, oh, I'm gonna have some new exclusive thing to play. That's just what like what you said, Chris. Like I'm more interested in Game Pass, the backwards compatibility features, which I'm actually curious how that actually works on the S. But um, mm-hmm. like if you have to download it, because I know with a disc on the X, the Series X, you can just kind of pop it in there and it will work. I don't know how that's going to work on the S yet, so I'm kind of waiting on that. But um, yeah, I'm. De- Wait, what do you what do you mean with the backwards compatibility? So you can have like the library of all the generations of Xbox games that you can play on the Series X. You mm. you you can just have the disc. Like I have a lot of Xbox original and like Xbox 360 games that I would like to you know put in replay again. Like 
breakdowns, just a radio future, things like that. So, but if I get the S, I cannot do that. So I need to find a way and how like backwards compatibility is actually going to work with the S um, to ensure that that's going to be like the best purchase for me. Cause that's like a big selling point is like the whole generation of Xbox yeah. games. Yeah. I think it'd just be those digital games that they put on the store, like how they have black on there or, um, you can play the original fable, that sort of thing. Okay. So like a Netflix, but for old Xbox games. Essentially. Yeah. See, and I would hope that I would want to see how robust that is because I, if I, my fear with that, I think that's a cool idea, but my fear is that like, okay, they won't put breakdown on there. Breakdown is like this. Re- Do you guys know what that is? You guys heard about this? Um, it's like this first person. It was a Namco game. Um, I think of Namco, but it was like a f- first person fighting game kind of. And like it was really weird and bizarre, but I loved it. It had a interesting sci-fi Matrix-esque story. It was really strange, but it was only on Xbox and I would love to play it again. I had that game. But if they don't that's a but it's a really niche game. That and Phantom Dust. Um I have that mm. on disc too and I would love to just pop that in and play. But if it's not on the Netflix or f- for Xbox, then I'll be out of luck and that kind of sucks. Um, so I kind of want to see, keep my eye on that and see what's going on there. Uh, well, breakdown is available on the one X. So that should give you some hope. Excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah, I would, I would love that. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying and I see what subject is saying, but, but I think that's working on the, the assumption that I'm, I'm getting an Xbox because I'm planning on immediately playing something like some exclusive thing day one. And I'm totally not, it was going to be halo, but now it's not. So I'm, <laughs> you know, it's just going to be whatever game pass gives me, which is not a bad deal. I still think that it's going to be really hard to find <laughs> like as soon as it comes out. Uh, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm honestly tempted to get these systems, the, the S and the, the PS five, because like, I'm not gonna be able to find them for like half a year probably, but I just, I just, I'm not wishing this upon the game, but I just want to see what y'all folks are going to say when Spider-Man gets pushed back. You think it's going to get pushed back? Granted, I, it's, it's not a full sequel. So like, I, I think that whatever they have, like, it should be like, it should be finished. It should be like, you know, they should just be polishing it. Yeah. Right now. Should be. It should be a reason to push it back. Yeah. But it's 2020 we talking about. Everything gets pushed back. It's true. <sighs> we got Tony Hawk, See? man. Okay. Give me something. It's possible. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I, this is impressive. Like, no matter how you slice it, even if you're not interested in Xbox, like, which I don't like, they've shown some games. I I have a hard time imagining somebody watched that showcase and didn't come away with any games that they're interested at all. Like that's asinine to me, but they showed at least a couple of things that I think look cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And and they probably, they have more stuff on the horizon that, that that we have not seen. So I, I, (laughs) I think that they've got a bright future ahead of them and they're making the the right steps. I don't think anybody can take that away from them. Like they're, they're making good strides right now. So any any last impressions? Anything you want to say before we uh before we wrap up? Future looks bright. Honestly. Great time to be a gamer. I can imagine like that kid's getting his first console, ended up with an Xbox. It's gonna be like a wild time for them. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And it's and it's and like and it's a different time. Like I remember getting um uh, well, I take that back. Not getting consoles back. <laughs> Growing up, I had to buy all my own shit. My parents didn't get me nothing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I I know uh, like getting for other people getting systems was like, oh, okay, I have this system, but I only have this one game to play. Yeah. Nowadays it's not like that. Nowadays you have um, and to be fair, nowadays you have Game Pass, like we've been talking about for the last thirty minutes. But then even with PlayStation, you have PlayStation Plus. You'll have something to play. Actually. Yeah, PlayStation Now. Yeah, so they, you know they these services. That, that's where I'm getting at. That's going to be the important part. I think that's what's going going to drive. Um, it's, it's really what's going to drive the value of these systems in the next, you know, five to seven years. Because uh, because who knows? Like maybe this generation, uh, you know, Xbox they they see that the uh, they could upgrade it even more. Which I mean, they already did it this last generation with like a, uh, a like a upgrade mid cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, we like I think that's gonna. I mean, I everything. I know that's gonna be a thing. So, uh, the future's the future's bright. I think the future's gonna be really bright for Microsoft. Uh, it's it's of course it's already bright for Sony, right? But it really falls down to them adjusting to where where the industry is going right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can't can place it again. Exactly, cannot, cannot do that. Um. I don't and, and Nintendo's just gonna be Nintendo. Yeah, they're gonna do their own thing. <laughs> Breath of the Wild prequel. We didn't shout that out, but that got announced today. And that got me hype. But that's about it. That's all I got there. Another it's another Warriors game. Yeah, I know. I love it. That game was so oh, much okay. fun. So it's good. It's good. It's good. I know it's it's hit or miss for people with um with uh the Warriors game. Like we still haven't gotten our persona uh game. I'm so mad about scramble. That. Oh, you're right. Where is that? Japan. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Atlas, pick it up. I'm ready to go. All right. So that's it. That's what we. That's what we're wrapping up with this week. Yeah. Uh, what, James? What you got for us, man? Um. Once again, man. Shout out to everybody who uh stuck through with us for this long. I know it's been a long one, but we had a lot to cover. Um, shout out to the watchers that are live with us on Twitch um, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. If you are listening to this via podcast, come by and check us out. We do these live. Um, shout out to all the podcast listeners. Shout out to the YouTube video. Shout out to just you. If you hear this, you're dope. We need more of you. And that's all I got. Wow, that's um, that's amazing. I'll pick that up real quick and uh, say that if you did hear us and like what you heard, take a look at Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and check us out over there. Give us a like, rating, comment. Uh, it really helps with our visibility over there. And like James said, we really appreciate you. Oh, and share this stuff with everybody that you know. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, every everyone. Include your kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if your mother. <laughs> if they breathe, share this with them. If they don't, get them some air first, then share this with them. With that, we're signing out for another week. Appreciate you guys. Guys, stay beastly, drink more water, play more video games. Peace.